I just wanted to start off the show by apologising for the previous, previous week's show over on Podbean, because when I went there to post last week's show, I noticed that the, the week prior to that had ads attached to it, and we don't have ads attached to it on Podbean at all. I purposely go in and unclick everything all the time so that nobody has any ads. And I noticed that there was like ads on there, clicked on it, and there was like 20 ads. I've no idea where who authorized this or whatever it was just absolutely bizarre there was like one every like two minutes and then i looked at the downloads for that week and it was like down below way what we normally have <laughs> and i'm like i kind of understand why but just i posted on all our social medias last week when i uploaded last week's show just to apologize that's not our intention at all we don't have ads on the show like that at all you know it no, was just we don't a- want ad revenue we want your revenue no, no, we, well, no, 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 no. We, we do want the ad revenue, but like from Twitch and YouTube, not not whatever Pittens Podbean wants to get. Yeah, and Podbean, okay, fair enough. Podbean, yeah. like all these other things, they 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 really like to try to sneak things in. Or honestly, half the time, I feel like they make a change somewhere, and it's like, oh, yeah. we've toggled this to on. Now, 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 you're gonna get your pre roll, your mid roll, and your end roll, whatever the ads at the end are yeah, called. It's like, but I didn't like, no, realize. No, I, when, I did not agree to this. I didn't realize when it says like the pre-roll and the ad roll, you can add like you can have about three ads or four ads at the, the start. You can have 10 in the middle. You can have 10 at the end. It's like absolutely ridiculous. It had all these little time things. And I was like, that wasn't that wasn't us at all. And like you said, they put these things on and it's automatic. And then maybe sometimes they'll send you an email and say, hey, we've updated this. But I purposely make sure that we don't have the ads on. So, you know, I just wanted to apologize. And again reiterate that you know we don't have things like that ever the the show is ad free the show's gonna stay ad free now if you want to advertise with us you know and and hand us cold hard cash to advertise your your raid shadow legends Legends. exactly we we, we could be a raid shadow legend i already use manscaped i wouldn't mind them as a as a a sponsor will you will you do videos of shaving shacks like fallout does because that is my favorite part of those ads shaving shacks what? Oh, have oh, have you never watched Fallout do a do a manscaped ad read? He I've watched the, him he, do lots of ad reads. I've never seen him shave shacks. Uh, yeah, he, he, he gets his little toy of shacks. And... Yeah, he takes his little his little yeah shacks oh, figure. Okay, and and, and, and it's like you can use this in these areas down here. Okay, like yeah, showing you on shacks. No, it's perfect. I remember that. Yeah, I thought I I don't know why. Like I just you know what? Let's not worry about what was in my brain. Let's move on. <laughs> let's not okay. dive into that. Let's see what let's see what nineteen is desperately trying to tell us. Yeah. Well, before we get to all the good stuff, I'd just like stuff. to just like all the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just a quick word from today's show sponsor, HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers high quality produce from farm to your door. Use code HOG2Titans at checkout for 65% off and free delivery for your first order. That sounds real, but I, he, he, is that, that's, that's not a thing. Because no, is so okay, 65% is a lot for hell. No, no, it's 65%. I, I, I copied somebody else's ad read. Oh, did you? Yeah. So oh, yeah. now yeah. we're, now we're giving HelloFresh free advertising and a code that doesn't work. That's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. So go to HelloFresh and say, listen, I used this code and it didn't work. So that way, maybe if enough of you do that, they'll put it in the system. Yeah, maybe get the ad revenue. Yeah, no, that's that's how that works, right? Yeah. (laughs) And welcome to Two Titans and Under, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. 
This is the best show for new and veteran pirates alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy hornswoggling your booty even more. So with all that said, let me introduce you to me ragtag crew. The scurvy sea dog parody. The son of a biscuit eater. No one respawns in real life. And me, your captain, for this treacherous voyage. Night demon. Welcome to the show. I'm your British host, Night Demon, joined by my British friend, Not Arf, who has dropped in to possibly give us some lore and some chat on what's happening with the story. We have our American friends over on the other side of the pond, Mr. No One Respawns in Real Life, and Parody. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. How are you guys? What's up? Good. There you go. I'm excellent. I am I am ready to hear the stories that the nice man has brought us from way, way across the pond, way deep in the lore books. I know he's just been been flipping through the annals of history, the annals of lore. What stories do you have for us this week, Mr. Well, I believe Mr. Demon would like to discuss the current state of the season, where we are with story-wise. Yes. We've given mm. the people enough weeks to kind of get to this point. So if you haven't completed eight weeks of the season, we're now in week uh, 10 or 11 now, You, this is your warning, because we're going to be discussing what happens at the end of the season and possible spoilers for whatever's going to happen in the future i mean i say possible spoilers it's spin foil i'm guessing theories from arf about what's actually going to happen or what he actually knows so yeah so story so far we have joined forces with spider who we know now is uh, Misrax's brother, or broodmate, which uh, he actually betrayed and threw off his ship. Betrayal is such a strong word. It's accurate, but it's a strong word. We also know that Misrax and Spider, real name Rakis, was given to Mithrax's loosely call her mother, by Aramis. Did everyone Wait. get that in the story? No. Who 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 did what with Aramis? Say again? Aramis gave the two hatchlings of Mithrax and Rakis, also known as Spider, to... Oh, what's Mithrax's mother called now? Is it Inak? Oh, so she... she Okay, okay, I'm tracking. Okay. But where did she get them from? If that's not their real mother, is she their mother? Or did she just mother? like find the egg somewhere? And she's all like, hey, I got eggs. You want them? Um, I believe they were given in tribute ah. from, what I, from what I remember. So Aramis is older than Spider and Misrax. Aramis is one of the oldest Elixni. Aramis was on in Reese when the whirlwind came. She was married yeah. to, I previously said, what's that exotic called? The Mask of Bacchus. She wasn't married to Bacchus. It was Arthurus. Mm. Arthurus is embrace. Yes. Ooh. So oh, she was married to Arthurus. So is there lore tied to Arthurus's embrace, the hunter gauntlets that would, would explain things? There is no warrior 
fiercer than a wong shielding hatchlings from harm. Elixni, proverb. The suns have set. The day is done. The pink gives way to grey. The beasts of field find warren warm to keep the chill at bay. But you are not a beast and you are not the sky. You are your mother's love made flesh, fragile as a sigh. And so you need no warren, only mother's warm embrace. A soft cocoon of nursal, our hearts alike in pace. So I hold you, mother strong, love a beacon burning bright, second only to the, our machine's eternal light. And so I hold you, young one, in our machine's eternal light, guard you as your slumber dear in our machine's eternal light. Wake soon, my young so rested, in our machine's eternal light. Fill the mother, hatchling, in our machine's eternal light. Your mother must retire now. Let the night pass onward. But love will keep a hearth alight if this is your heart we stirred. For you are not alone, my nymph. Neath your chest our love does beat. So mothers never stray too far, though distance we may be, and will embrace in night's retreat when skies are pink once more. So when twilight grounds fear and deceit against the evening's foreign shore, so shed no tear now, my young, you're within my eyesight. For always love it carries by our machine's eternal light. Recovered audio file of a traditional elixir lullaby. So it doesn't really give us any hints. It's just the lullaby. No, it's, it's another one of those interesting bits of lore that's gives a bit more insight into or humanizes more the elixni uh, yeah but gives you a bit more of an insight into their family life but arthuris was um aramis's other half we believe so do you think arthuris had something to do with the the two like babies and that's why that law is then tied to uh, the gauntlets I don't know. One we of those roundabout ways that you know. We we know in the Great Drift, as the Elixir call it, where they were cast when they when they left uh, Reese and travelled out to Garrison, they call it the Great Drift. Right. Now we also know that resources were limited. So they would trade with each other. So if somebody had a lot of resources, they'd trade them for they had a lot of resources, but not many people. They traded a few of their resources for eggs. It was a whole thing they used to do. So this could be how the eggs came to be in, I want to call her I, I, Inax, but I can't remember exactly. Okay. Do we think, do we think that they could be Athos's children? It's possible. And didn't you say that Athos was killed? Yes. So if Athris was killed and then and then I Aramis, have... yeah, Aramis then gives the two babies to be looked after by somebody that she kind of trusts yeah. while she well, goes off after whoever or does whatever she's I, I, From what we can about. tell, Inax was fairly high up. She was either Captain Baron or higher. Well, that makes sense because Spider and Mithrax are kind of... Well, Mithrax is looking. a Kel now. Yeah, but they're kind of, they're Captain looking, aren't they? Yeah. Spider's a bit of a, a fat kind of captain, but... No, that's Spider. <laughs> yeah. And is he fat, or is he just wearing a lot of armor? It's the first. He, he is the paranoid type. Pounds on you. You know? 
It's the fur. It's the fur. <laughs> it's the boots with the fur. Yeah. So, as they came into our system, they Inax's clan found the moon, and then found in turn found the lunar pyramid. Now, they explored the lunar pyramid, and they found Nezarak, and felt the dark power coming off him. So, let's share this dark power. What do you do to share the dark power? Uh, eat it. Chop him up. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the the whole artifacts we've been chasing all season. Those. Yeah, things. it's it's hey, kind of know. like what what you used to get in in on our world when you had mummies and pyramids and. No, because they would they wouldn't share them. Um, can you remember? You can almost like in history, you'd almost have like good luck charms, like uh, I've I've got the finger of Saint Paul and things like yeah, that. I've got, yeah, yeah, like a monkey's paw. Yeah, good luck things. Yeah, rabbit's foot. <laughs> Everyone's like monkey's paw. Are you crazy? <laughs> no, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, monkey's paw, rabbit's foot. Good luck. No, monkey's paw is is it, it's funny because the monkey's paw is the exact opposite. A monkey's paw will grant you five wish or uh, four, four or five wishes. Yeah, I've seen the but, Simpsons. I know the episode. Sure. Yeah. Any any episode? Any increases on four, five maybe? Yeah. Anyway, or do we go back the, down? The point three? is, it's the opposite of good luck. Okay. <laughs> it's the worst luck possible. So, is there any small chance that Nezarek or parts of his body would still be on the pyramid, or is it kind of it's all chopped up and the the parts have been distributed throughout the system? Well, I think they were all put in these jars. Containers. I was going to call them canopic jars. Yep. Like the uh, Egyptians just do the when they put, they put yeah. body parts in, in the uh, canopic jars and store them somewhere. But you could see by what Mithrax had, it was a finger that was used as almost like a talisman. Yeah, and we don't know um, where that talisman is, do we? Well, we suspect it's in the jars, but it's a bit... Well, but there's there's eight jars there. Yeah. yeah. And now, the Egyptians time, used to have four, time, didn't they? Over time... The dark power held in those diminished. This is a question that I had. They were separated over time. Yeah. So pulling the pieces apart, is that why the dark power diminished? And now, with us bringing them back together, will that dark power start having an effect in the helm? I guess so. It could be. A bit like no. we had with Callus last season with the Aragorg. No, because don't you have to like don't you have to like access the dark power? It's not just like looming in the air, right? It's not just kind of there. You have to access it, don't you? You have to interact with the evil crown and the dark power. You didn't you didn't have to access it because if you look at for the example of Mithrax, he had that uh, finger hanging around his neck. Yeah. Um and it was ra radiating dark power. If you almost think like uranium, or, or, okay. Or, if you like uranium's actually um, effectively poisoning people, if you're yeah. if you're close to it, so that dark power uh, radiating from that finger had an effect on Mithrax, so it made him evil, well, bloodthirsty and ruthless. It made him aggressive. I think is well, a better word. Yeah, it made it. It gave him power almost. Yeah. So, so, so it's like it, like the dark power is corrupting him as he's being influenced by being being corrupted by it. That's correct. Yes. So 
over time, this influence has um, evaporated. So then we believe that Mithrax has actually overcome this, realized what was going on, and did something with his um, talisman, dark talisman finger thing. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. So that's why I'm. That's fine. Dark talisman finger thing. Sounds fine to me. In the cutscene. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that he's jarred it up and hidden it. Do you think, though, that going along the same lines as like the Egyptians, where they'd used to take out the body parts and put them in those jars, but they used to mummify the actual corpse up as well? Do we think that maybe Nezarek's corpse is still on the pyramid locked away and those jars are just kind of the, the extra remnants which kind of harnessed his evil power? And if you put it all kind of back together with his body, it would then all come back to life. It's impossible to say at this time. Okay. Well, what we, about we the did... exotics that, that bear his name, right? Do we think that those exotics were made in part by some of these digits? Because we only got like, what, eight jars? Right? Well, and Nezarax blade... had a single finger, right? So how many, how many pieces is he cut up into? Well, for the sake of the story in the season, eight, because there's eight weeks in the, se- in the story season. <laughs> okay. small, um, very, very small guy. My love yeah. to go around. It's, yeah. They're, they're yeah. saying it's cut up into eight bits for sa- the sake of the story. Those are awfully but, small jars, yeah. <laughs> to fit an entire kel. Good lord. But I suppose if he's kind of cremated and put into those jars, he would fit, the, you know, the dust. And then it's like the mummy, you kind of tip out all the jars and he kind of reforms into this well, like the same with like a vampire, if it's all a big pile of dust where it's been killed before, you drop a put a drop of blood on it and it pops back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the the 1999 film, The Mummy, with Brendan Fraser. You know, where they kind of get the the mummy kind of reforms himself over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but like wonderful documentary. Yeah, like realistically though, I I understand you're saying for the for the sake of the story, it's eight things, right? But let's let's. First of all, those eight things are little jars. That's not going to fit a whole ass kel, right? Number two, he's not a kel. He's not a kel. No, well, he's not a kel-sized person. No, we right? don't even know. No, he's just don't think Elixney. He's not Elixney. He's not the same. Oh, he was not. He, Why the hell no, was he, he was. Um, you know, have, Rob, have you gone through the same story we have, please? Yeah, <laughs> no, but he, retaining it is something completely different. Off. You remember right. Rob being like the the witnesses. Right yeah, I know he man. was the witness's sidekick or whatever, right? Yeah. But I don't this remember the species. The disciples of the witness the are an example of different species. Right. No two are the same of what we believe at the minute. Oh, okay. oh, oh, I've just had a brainwave. Do did you it think it did? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was Reefborn saying that for a minute. <laughs> you know, you know, or if they do uh, sound very similar to each other. Yeah, I to, no, I, yeah. I, can I make the same mistake. Squirrel. My wife calls. Uh, I told you, oh, you weren't here, Arv. I was listening to one of our shows, and my wife's like, "Oh God, how do you listen to yourself?" I'm like, "Oh no," she goes, "Uh, that British voice just gets to me all the time." And I was like, "That's me." <laughs> she goes, <laughs> "No, it's not." I'm like, "That's absolutely me." <laughs> I was like, "Wow," right? And then and then you come on, right? And then she goes, uh, no, that's you. I'm like, no, that's demon. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, wife? Are you messing with me right now? No, she's dead serious. She thought that that the British voice was me. I'm like, that or the 
Yeah, yeah, the British voice was me. I was like, that's or god damn it. Whatever I just said before I just confused myself. <laughs> yes, that. Right. Yeah, I've, got a, right. I've got a question off. I've got I've had a brainwave. Do we Go think on. that Nezarek could have been something like one of these cloud striders that's coming in lightfall? Because that's uh, gives them a reason why no. they've gone to them. Okay. Are they supposed cloud? to be like the last of their species to become a cloud? disciple? Pinnacle of their species. Pinnacle. It just so happens Rock was the last of their species. Maybe they were the pinnacle of their species. Maybe um, it was like the hive and they killed everybody else and said, I'm the last one. I know the Cloud Striders are huge, but that, that didn't no, stop. No, they're the human. <laughs> Homo sapien. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just altered, you know, with technology it, and genetics. Exactly. Yes. A pinnacle. Um, um, unlikely. Yeah, but that, that you're talking about a whole bunch of people that are pinnacle. He's talking about a singular pinnacle being that stands above the rest. Yes. Well, maybe this. Yes. Which we, we know. We know. Rourke, before the rest of them. We were. We were training. Rourke, Rourke was training Mithra. Uh, not Mithra. Sorry, Savathun to be a, a disciple. Yeah, but Myth, uh, Rourke also trained Nezarek. Yes, but in that same vein of thinking, there was still lots more hive out there. She wasn't the only one of that species. There were hive on other planets and things. Maybe they found a cloud strider. Maybe they were able to convert him to the darkness. Maybe his name's Nezarek. The fact that you just led that with like 19 maybes means you're probably not on the right track. I'm probably right. on the right Let, track. Hang on, Nobody hang else on, has hang on. about it. Hang on. Right. So Nezarek existed... Before the collapse in the Golden Age. Yeah, so did the Cloud Striders. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They, did. they, they did. came after the fact. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they this didn't. was the one. Did, were you watching the same thing that I was watching when they introduced those guys? The Cloud Striders from Neo Munna. No, Neo Munna. Sorry, from. Oh. <laughs> did you have a stroke, dude? I think you did. <laughs> I, just, I just pronounced it wrong. Reading's hard. Yeah, no, I got you. It's mm -hmm. what, bro, bro, do we need to call you a doctor? Demon, how close is he to you? Uh, too far. My yeah. wife's closer to Demon than I am today. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, so Cloud Striders, the, right, Neomuna was founded during the collapse. Right. During, that was, escape, that was created from an escaped colony ship. Like the Exodus Black, like the Exodus Green, like the Exodus Blue. Now, the Exodus Black is on Nessus where it crashed. Yeah. The Exodus Blue is a crucible map. On the EDC? I think. Or Cosmodrome. Uh, and do you know what the Exodus, what happened to the Exodus Green? Didn't they become the Awoken? They did. Welcome. <laughs> Ten points for that man. He doesn't get any points. He gets no bombardment with enough lore and it takes it he takes it in. <laughs> I like the Awoken. I like their lore. I like yeah, Marasav. So they, 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 <laughs> they, they were sucked into a pocket in space and became the Awoken. Mm -hmm. Um so they then founded Neo Moon Neo Muna. Mm -hmm. And then the, after they developed for a while, they then created the Cloud Striders, to help protect the planet. But I'm just saying that there could have been one <laughs> before that. 
which they kind of said we want to be like that so are the cloud striders what the exos could have been if not created by an evil mad scientist well they're biological aren't they yes they are biological but they yeah. have uh they've been upgraded yeah right yeah i mean they're, they're the biological entities with with mods basically you know, where, where the where the, exo, where the exos, exos are, are full, full robot right yeah yeah i'm just saying you know is that you know they're if more Clovis evil... implants mm. i like that i can get behind me some cybernetic implants no, now they, we, don't, they, they don't they don't have the quasi immortality that exos have either though right no well, they're dead they're dead of, because right? of their enhancements they only live for 10 years oh wow definitely not immortal okay <laughs> 10 years that's what they said goodness gracious so how long so you have 10 years after you complete the process i assume right yes, yes. yeah goodness gracious so they'll they they could potentially be as we know uh at the era of the collapse around them we're going through our golden age we were living up to about 300 years Oh, that's a hell of a lifespan cut. Yeah, so you could be 200 years old, but only look 40, and then yeah. become a Cloud Strider for 10 years. And then die. Yes. Oh, so it's F. like Old Man's War. And, okay, so at, at the end of your life-ish, you can say, I want to be a Cloud Strider, live out the last 10 years real well, and then call it, call it a day. Yes, that's it. Exactly that. Well, I don't think it reverses your age, right? I don't think you want to be a Cloud Strider, you know, when you're inherently... It's like sixty, right? Anywho, like, yeah. Can we yeah. can we put this train back on the tracks, please? Uh, depends. There were tracks. Get it? Depends. <laughs> well, we were completely completely derailed from. So where we were talking about, about jars the, the, and the jars on the thing and being all brought back together. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pokemon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Got to catch them all. But I follow. Could it ask yourself a question? Do we though? Yes. Oh, okay. The pyramid was found originally by the dig dig crews on the moon in the golden age. Yeah, but they yeah. had to dig hellishly deep to find it. Well, the moon is hollow, so they didn't have to go very far. Then, as we found the pyramid, <laughs> it was there was hundreds of thrall down there. Yeah. And ghosts. Why yeah. would Thrall be with the pyramid ship? Because that's where we wake the hive. Yeah. The, oh, that's right. Yeah, the hive. The moon. Moon. You're right. Yeah. So we know the hive are on the moon as well. Yeah. yeah. How did the Elixni get through all those tunnels and find the pyramid ship, then go back, chop up Nezarak, and get out again? I don't know, but I feel that you're going to give us the answer. Is it space well, magic? It's, it's space magic, right? It's speculation. What if somebody went, hang on, you guys hang back there, you let them through. I know the dad of your boss, sort of thing. Your boss is my nephew. <laughs> Are you hinting at Ziva or Ralph? No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm lost. <laughs> Sabbath thing. <laughs> What if this is all of a plan of the, <laughs> just, uh, the, the trickster queen? Yeah, never soon. 
So what but if what they would were she have to gain by letting them take? You this know game? by now, Savathun plays the long game, and because she's so old, it's a really long game. Yeah, one of the first three hive people ever. There's something she needs 600 years from now. If she puts this into motion, 600 years from now, it'll pay off. Exactly. So we already know that Savathun stopped the collapse. We know that she fooled the witness uh -huh. to think we'd been destroyed. Uh -huh. So she's also then have got ha, had got to put Nezarak and his ship in the moon and put him to well and put him in some sort of stasis or froze him or or just killed him. Yeah, they, she then trapped Rulk in a throne world, and the rest of the pyramid ships went dormant, and only reawoke when we woke up the traveler in the Red War. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, what I'm saying here is, what if we were meant to reunite all those body parts? What if this whole intention is for us to reunite the body parts and put the body back together? Yeah. And she does her old Dr. Frankenstein bit going, surprise, look what I've done, here's Nezarek. But is it going to be a good thing or a bad thing? What do you mean? Everyone, everyone is currently is trying to interpret... For who? what Nezarak's sin was. Okay. Because everyone's saying that Nezarak betrayed the the, um, the witness. Yeah. What proof have we got of that? Gossip. Exactly. Uh, is it Savathun? Is always the answer Savathun? No. We, we've got no proof whatsoever. What we've got <laughs> is... We, we've got a piece of armor called Nezarek's Sin. Yeah. And a weapon called Nezarek's Whisper. And... Yeah, yeah, we've discovered that. We, we, yeah, we Nezarek's Whisper has just got the lore on that. It's just Rolt giving her the, or Nezarek the glaive when, he, when uh, Nezarek graduated into a disciple. Yep. Right, Nezarek's Sin. Now, I've read this before. He is which is an end, and he shall rise again. Passage of Hated Nezarak, a pre-Golden Age text. He is that which is end, that which covets sin, the final god of pain, the purest light, the darkest hour, and he shall rise again. When the guiding shine fades and all hope seem, and all seems lost, he will call for you, fear not. All he offers is not as dark as it may seem, for Nezarak is no demon, but a fiend, arch and vile in ways unknown. He is a path and a way, one of many, and his sin, so wicked, so divine, is that he will never cower when dusk does fall, but stand vigilant as old stars die, and new light blinks its first upon its fetid eternity. Passage of Hated Nezarak. Right, so that doesn't actually tell Anything. what he's done. No. It just says, and his sin, so wicked, so divine, is that he will never cower when dusk does fall. So that could say he stood before the witness and wouldn't bow, wouldn't bow go, to him. Or I'll go to my previous that, answer. He stood before Savathun and wouldn't bow. You're obsessed. You have a problem, my friend. I'm just right. saying. Are you, are you working for Savathun? Right. Yes. Let's get. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let's go back to this sentence that I've just spotted. When the guiding shine fades and all seems lost, he will call to you. Lightfall? That's exactly what I was thinking. 
in the darkness. He will call to you. Is he going to be either a big, Cloud big bad boss? Cloud Strider. Shut up with Cloud Strider. I'm just saying. It's either Cloud Strider <laughs> no. or Nazarak, one or the other. Is he, is, is he going to be That's like a Cloud Strider a... named Nazarak? <laughs> yeah. No, God. He's the Cloud Strider that all Cloud Striders want to be. Right, you said they said you sound like every Marvel fan trying to connect all the shows to Mephisto. Mephisto. <laughs> it is Mephisto. Mephisto is, is, confirmed. Savathun is, is Mephisto. Is Crow actually Nazarak? Oh man, no, Crow's the sin. Crow's Nazarak's <laughs> finished. No, never. We can go, we can go on all day, bro. <laughs> You knew what you were yeah, signing up so for. That says to me <laughs> that Nezarak is going to reappear in Lightfall. Okay. Da, da, da. So Whether not at the end of this season. A, like a good saying. NPC that helps us or the next big bad in the, uh, the, the new raid, I don't know. Yes. Could be both. We've got our jars. We're just waiting for something to happen. Yes. Now... I imagine there's going to be a cutscene towards the end of the season, like a season finale. Like we had last season? Yes. Do you not think there's going to be a mission or something? Or do you think it's just going to be a cutscene? I would have thought it'd be, the last few seasons there's been a small mission that's led to some sort of season finale. So judging by the last few seasons, I would imagine so. And... It's possible after that last cutscene with um, Aramis, yeah, that she will come in and save the day and come over to the light. She's in the light. Yeah, no, doubtful. Well, I don't know because she saved. Um, Ido. Ido. Yeah, but Ido's like family to her. You know, she's the daughter of one of her brood eggs that she gave up. No, she's not. You know what I mean? Like the the feeling is there, the the connection. Mithrax found Ido on a catch, hidden beneath a panel. Right, but he adopted her, right? Yeah. And then she I don't know if she would consider Mithrax and Spider her adopted broodlings or whatever, but there's a connection between the three of I them. I see where you're coming from with this, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't trying to break you this time. I was just I was being genuine. <laughs> <laughs> you remember a long time ago we did a um, an exotic quest for a rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. We've done a few of those. those. Yeah, yeah. You have to be oh, this is before. This is between Galahorn, shall I say? Is this the void one on the moon? No, we end up in the prison, running the prison of elders as the finale for it. Truth. Yes. Yeah, the truth. Yeah. Truth is where you seek it, Lomar. Smoke winds away from the battlefield in wavering scarves. Corsairs and crows move through the wreckage in pairs, searching for their dead. When they did find awoken survivors, they call for help. But when they find a devil or a wolf, they call for a field medic and a prison grade restraints. A vandal watches all of this from a wing of a galliot. With his forearms folded around his knees. He knows battle, and so death, death does not disturb him. He was born of war, 
made for it, shaped by it. And yet, as he stares out at the charred bodies of his cousins, at the bent bodies of his new allies, Vel Shear says, startling him, he peers down to find her on her tiptoes, chin on the edge of the galliot's wing. She juts her thumb over her shoulder, indicating the battlefield. Napari Moklum. He frowns. Res Calquillum? She frowns back at him, and though she only has two eyes, her stare is mother strong. The vandal sighs. Let's go of his knees. Varis, he grumbles as he slides off the galliot, skulking past her. Ha ha, she replies, humorless. He picks his way down to the worst of it and joins the search. Over the next hour, he finds a wolf that he half remembers from a distant relative's coming-of-age ceremony. Three devils who took him with uncomprehending confusion and anger, and one crow irretrievably trapped beneath the fuselage of his ship. He is about to abandon the ruined devil's skiff when he hears a faint hiss from inside a ventilation shaft. He clambers up to peer in its grate and sees four wary eyes shining back at him, a hatchling still soft and translucent with its egg molt. Carefully he pries the grate open and beckons to her, Velasque. Kelak, he murmurs, Nankamrak. She crawls into his palm and his heart surges. Now, if you remember the actual basis for that quest, the audio for this, they said there was a note of a an elixir leaving this for his daughter. Right. So this is the, the, the rocket launch, the truth. Yep. Okay. So this ties back to Mithrax and Ido being found. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad and that's why I'm completely confused where all this is coming from. Well, this is just saying because Ido is named after the old Queen's Wrath, Sure Ido. Yes. Who actually helped Mithrax when he was a prisoner. And actually, uh, that's how Ido then grew up with the Awoken and trained with uh, Awoken Techians. But that, that's pretty much where we stand with the law at the minute. I still believe there's going to be an ending mission. Yeah. And it's a. I'm going to put my, my neck out there and say it's a fairly strong chance that Aramis is going to come over to the light and help us in some way. Okay. I mean, that would be a plot twist. Little Miss, you know, they've taken the light from us. I want revenge kind of thing. Yeah, but then, then she will actually she do... got away. Then she'll actually achieve what she was trying to do and reunite in the elixir. Mm-hmm. She'll have a self-sacrifice kind of moment, probably. Or do we think that Mithrax is going to die and she's going to take that, take up the mantle of kind of unifying the elixir? Ooh, it's possible. I hope not. Help I, like I would hope not. Either. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I know that, but you know, that's <laughs> it has more weight on it, doesn't it? If something happens to a character that we actually do like, and yeah. that has repercussions of it knocks it home to her like if something happens that shouldn't have happened and she's like you know what i think ido was right and i think i I do need to kind of take up the mantle and 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 do what misrax was trying to actually do yeah no that 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 would actually give her the almost inspiration yeah that 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 works quite well it's unlikely it'd be that neat though you know how bungie like to twist things yeah you I mean, that yeah. neat? <laughs> I mean, just look at what they did with Crow. Bungie, I mean, yes. 
yeah, the, the 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 feelings around Crow are so mixed in the whole community, and it created lots of talking points. It's created so much for the game. Just that one character kind of just flipping. So imagine what he happened. He didn't flip. He, Crow is a completely different you know person I mean. from Aldrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? If they did the same kind of thing of, you know, we've got this bad character that then sees something that's that's gone down that shouldn't have happened and then decides to kind of take up the mantle of this beloved character that we've introduced. Yeah. And even if it was Aldrin, the Aldrin that we fought was heavily corrupted by darkness. So it even was, that yeah. really wasn't Aldrin. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I understand all that. But from our take on it of the character that we met, it's still the kind of the same shell came back, and that's why the the community was split on that whole. Yeah, kind the of face. Thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the face. Yeah, the it's visuals. Just the, face. Yeah. the thing was, this is an argument I had with uh, Orchid for a long time. She was, and it wasn't until she said, "Oh, well, Aldrin needs to be punished," and I'm like, "But Aldrin was punished. We carried he was out Ill. a death sentence. We shot him in the face. He, he had a death sentence <laughs> carried out on her. And Crow is a completely different person, and mm -hmm. that actually was the beginning of actually changing her mind." But she still hates Glint. Glint. No, you can't. You can't hate Glint. Glint spent his entire existence scanning rocks and refrigerators to find his guardian. Okay, you can't be mad at Glint. How? How? How does? How does she not like Glint? I don't know. I've got a question for you, Arf. About you know when we first met Misrax and he was on Titan, and it was the yes. end of that mission. He was fighting the Hive Knight. And yeah. did, if we, did you if, did you kill him? I no, saved him. I saved him. I, I shot the knight first, and he died. I'd, in prison. I'd, I'd like to say I saved him. Yeah, I I actually I kind of stood back and I went and I sort of stood there. I went, why aren't you attacking me? Ready to actually just kill him, and then he sort of like dipped out. Was that the first time in law that we'd actually met Misrax in game? Yeah. We met, met. That's the first time in game we met Mithrax. Uh, is there any law tied to the, the reason why he was on Titan? Was there a, a specific reason why he was there doing something? Do you um, he he was actually, if you remember the mission, he was trying to get some sort of power source. He was actually there scavenging for a power source for something, and we had to get that to actually reactivate part of the rig. Yeah, Titan was covered in hive anyway, so that's why the knight was there. Mithrax was literally just out for himself, and it was all, it, kind of yeah. Or in our case, right, right place, wrong, uh, right place, right time. Because then we actually got a reputation with Mick Mithrax because we actually stood back and actually didn't kill him. And we went because of his previous encounters with Sher Ido, he was actually a bit more open to dealing with us. Right. Uh, people are beginning to arrive and it's going to get noisy so I'm going to have to go <gasps> don't go, I had more questions well so, the answer is Savathun Nezarak and absolutely okay, and the number 22 or is it 47? it's 47 47, yeah. Now I'm 40, totally confused. 40, 42 is always the answer. Don't confuse the poor man. No, 42 is the meaning of life. It's not the answer. It's the meaning of life. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being pestered by my daughter now as well. Well, thank you very much for stopping by off. You know, That's I'm right. completely forget all the questions I have now, so I might write them down so that I've got you next time. Oh, no. <laughs> and does it refer back to Savathun? No. Yes, Possibly. Yes, no. there you go.
<laughs> anyway, I'll see you later, guys. Maybe. All right. right. So there you go. There's your there's your not off for the, the month you've had yeah. What the month? Yeah, for that's, this yeah. fiscal year. That, that's your off <laughs> for this fiscal year. Mm-hmm. If you want more off, please donate. No. <laughs> please find him a diesel mechanic so he can come donating and show more off. Donating won't do anything. We can't keep track of them ourselves. Donating so won't do anything. Respawn. You, you know what time it is. Now that we've got past the law, what comes next? Not the roundup. There's no, no way to know. Could we it be haven't even next done this week, week in yeah. We we start yeah next week at Destiny yeah <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't even started yet we started the start and then Arf came in and stopped the start so now we're starting to start again yeah so yeah. traditionally it's next week in Destiny isn't it and you, it's your favorite time of the the whole show is where you get to go to sleep for the this is where I get to zone out and eat breakfast while you mumble well, incoherently my friend you are not zoning out today because. I've already recorded that. I've uploaded the video. People can I actually see saw that, yeah. All the pictures yeah. of all the things. But in case you missed it and you are listening to this podcast, I will run Next Week in Destiny for you to listen to. Right about now. Yeah. First up, we have our featured Nightfall for the week commencing November 1st, 2022, which will be the Exodus Crash over on Nessus. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have three barrier champions and nine overloads with four solar shields and one void. Whereas Master and GMs will have four barrier and 13 overloads with four solar shields. Your Grandmaster modifiers will be barrier and overload champions, Arc New, when defeated, Fallen Vandals will spawn a web mine under their feet, Chaff, which is radar is disabled. Your Grandmaster modifiers are Contest, Join in progress disabled, locked loadouts, match game, and extra shields. So match game is enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Equipment locked, you will not be able to change your equipment after this activity starts. Extinguish, if your fire team falls in a restricted zone, everyone is returned to orbit. Limited revives, limited fire team revives and gain additional revives by defeating champions up to a maximum of 20. Champion mobs, this mode contains additional champions. And Thanix Implant. Incoming arc and environmental damage is increased by 50%, but you get 25% bonus arc damage dealt to enemies when you're using your arc subclass or arc weapons. And just as a reminder, power requirement for this season to enter the GMs are 1595 light, which your power will be capped at, and the enemy's power will be 1620. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week are anti-barrier scout and auto-rifle for one energy, and snipers for six. Overloads are bows and machine guns for one energy, and the arc grenade mod surge detonation for two energy. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. So for anti-barrier, we have the kinetic bow, Wishender, the kinetic linear fusion rifle, Arbalest, the solar energy hand cannon, Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlet Second Chance, which gains a second charge of your Shield Throne melee, which becomes Shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. For Overload, we have the Void Energy Bow, Le Monarch, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle, Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun, Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots, 
the secand filaments, which when you drop an empowering rift, any weapon that is fired from inside that well will cause an overload champion to be stunned. The featured weapon to obtain next week should be the arc rapid fire frame pulse rifle, horrors least, but it could be the solar aggressive frame shotgun, Mindbender's ambition, as these two weapons had to be swapped out a couple of weeks back. But just as a reminder, the Mindbender's Ambition is an aggressive frame kinetic shotgun with a base impact of 80, base range and stability of 29. It can roll with Swashbuckler, 1-2 Punch, Well-Rounded and Incandescent, with Auto-Loading Holster, Pugilist, Snapshot Sights and Threat Detector. Horrors Least is a rapid-fire frame arc pulse rifle with a base impact of 23, base range of 34 and stability of 49. It can roll with Kill Clip, Vorpal, and Frenzy, with Zen Moment, Under Pressure, and Heating Up. Both weapons have the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill your magazine, trigger health regen, and improves your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. So Festival of the Lost enters its final week of the season. So if you haven't grabbed all your candy and collected all your spectral pages, now would be the time to do so. Up next, Lord Shax brings Mayhem back to the Crucible this upcoming week. And if you have yet to complete the week one challenge, Flourish of Power, which is to defeat 50 Guardians with super abilities in Mayhem, this week will be one of the last times this current season you can complete that. So Mayhem is where two teams of six players go head to head in a clash type mode, with a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get to 125 eliminations is the winner. Abilities and supers charge at an extremely faster rate than usual. Respawns are instant and power ammo spawns are much faster than usual. The pinnacle dungeon for next week will be the prophecy dungeon in the legends tab on the director. And your pinnacle raid will be the last wish on the dreaming city. And this is where the 1000 voices exotic heavy fusion rifle will be available to far next week. Next up, challenges. So we have now had all 78 challenges over a period of the last 10 weeks. And as a reminder, if you have completed 75 out of 78 this season, you'll get a large pile of Bright Dust to spend at the Eververse in-game. And speaking of Bright Dust, let's get on to our Eververse for the week of November 1st, 2022. Available for Bright Dust this week, we have the Retrograde Tura Exotic Ship for 2000 Bright Dust. If you are missing the Star Horse Mask, that would be available for 1200 Bright Dust. The Moon Rising Ghost Projection for 1500 Bright Dust. The Flower Child Shader for 300 Bright Dust. And if you want to bust some ghosts this festival or beyond, then the Buster Ray Exotic Ghostbusters emote will be available next week for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Hold Me Legendary Multiplayer emote will be available for 700 Bright Dust. The Papercraft Arania Exotic Ghost Shell will be available for 2,850 Bright Dust. Never fret, the Majestic Winnie Exotic Sparrow will be available next week for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Finch Mask Ornament, if you're missing that one, will be available for 1,200 Bright Dust. The Promethean Prelude Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Grand Overture Machine Gun will be available for 
1,250 bright dust. And the wing's nightmare projection for your ghost for 1,500 bright dust. And then finally, the Lost Sector rotation for next week. Hello. As a reminder, your daily Lost Sector will show you a flag outside whichever Lost Sector is available, which will give you details on the champions and burns you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or you are using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a Legend or Master. So for next week, we have... Tuesday the 1st of November will be the K1 crew quarters over on the moon that will be giving out exotic legs. The elemental shields will be solar, the burn will be arc, and you will have overload and anti-barrier champions. Wednesday the 2nd of November will be the K1 logistics again on the moon, giving out exotic arms. You will have an arc and solar elemental shields. Void will be the burn, and you will have overload and anti-barrier champions. Thursday the 3rd of November will be the K1 Communion over on the moon, giving out exotic chess pieces. There will be a solar and void elemental shields with solar burn, with overload and anti-barrier champions. Friday the 4th of November will be the Skydock 4 on the EDZ, giving out exotic helmets and void elemental shields with solar burn, and there will be unstoppable champions and anti-barrier champions. Saturday the 5th of November will be the Scavenger's Den on the EDZ, giving out exotic legs. That will be an arc elemental shields with solar burn, overload and anti-barrier champions. Sunday the 6th of November will be the quarry over on the EDZ, giving out exotic arms. There will be a solar and void elemental shields and a void burn with unstoppable champions and anti-barrier champions. And then finally, back round to Monday the 7th of November will be the excavation site 12, on the EDZ, giving out exotic chess pieces with arc elemental shields and solar burn with unstoppable champions and anti-barrier champions. All right, all right, all right. And the final thing to tell you about for next week is it will be bonus gambit ranks all week long. So if you have yet to get your rank reset for your Ascendant Shard, your Crime Mutiny Grenade Launcher and its ornament from Gambit, next week will be the best week to do that. And that's it for your next week in Destiny, starting on the 1st of November, 2022. I don't know why we leave such a big pause, because we could have carried on talking. Because we're helping you as an editor have lots of room to insert it. He doesn't appreciate our efforts, Parody. So you know know exactly where the pause is. You. You. And that's when I can say, well, now I'm going to spend at least like my 5,500 or so bright dust. To right. be a Ghostbuster and uh, yes, you are t- to ride a pony because really what? I think I, I think the micro mini the micro mini sparrow I think its time may have ended because I'm going to be a horsey come next week and I'm going to be a Ghostbuster all for bright dust. So we're all going to be Ghostbusters riding around on a star horse next week with our mm-hmm. reverse. Is there anything else that you guys? I need you to, need you to elaborate on the Ghostbuster thing. There's the an Buster emote. emote, the exotic oh. emote. Where there's Ghostbusters. It yeah, is okay. quite I mean, expensive. I think it's like 3,850 bright dust. But Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's about, it's about 5,000 bright dust for both of them. And I am, I've been saving my... No, I've not been saving. No, you haven't. I've been hoarding. I've got plenty of bright dust. I, I, I've been waiting I'm to buy these like for bright dust. Yeah. yeah, slacker. Well, I don't, I don't do a lot. And I know we were talking about it last week when we were talking about how we would kind of improve Fest of the Lost and... We were talking about tie-ins and Sony being part of the tie-ins. Sony is 
has Ghostbusters as an intellectual property. So it makes sense that Bungie could have used it. I mean, let's face it. The, the, I mean, maybe next year, maybe next year is the year of the Ghostbusters outfits because that give Bungie enough time to actually develop them and put them in the game. Because I, I believe like the Sony acquisition or partnership, as we like to call it, with Bungie was kind of about six months ago, I think. Okay. So they I've, didn't have I, enough time to actually put Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters in. No, I've, Demon, I've figured it out. Go on. I've figured it out. What is a four-player matchmade activity that would benefit from being Ghostbusters themed? Gambit. Is it Gambit? Gam- it's, it's Gambit, Gambit right? Ghostbusters. It's clearly be a Gambit Ghostbuster crossover. <gasps> Sony, Bungie, Gambit. if you don't give us Gambit Ghostbusters when Lightfall drops, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with yourself. If you can't give me some sort of ridiculous thing with Gambit and Ghostbusters, it's a four-player activity. It's always been buggy. You can blame it on the ghosts. Next There's a whole Halloween. mechanic of busting things. Come on. Come on. It's right there. Get a, get a giant Slimer instead of the meatball. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Come on. Like, this is perfect. It's four yeah. players. It's perfect. That would you could put you know all sorts of themed loot and and armor around it, give people a reason to actually play it, make an activity Bungie, worth something. Us three in a writers' Gambit, room, and we will give you ideas. We're not saying that any of them are going to be good, but sometimes we come. Out one of these are good. What do you mean? Some sometimes we this come. This is out. gold, bro. No, this once, is this bit is gold. But the the six hours that before that that got to this section, you know, that we've cut <laughs> out of the podcast was not gold. What? I'm offended. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, so I, I don't see how this can't happen. I mean, this this is perfect. It would make Gambit worthwhile. You you would have an entire world of things to theme around it. If I can't shoot a giant marshmallow man, what am I doing with my life? Come on, come on. That's right. And when damage phase when damage phase happens, and we don't have proton cannons, I don't I don't know what to do. Well, technically, we have the proton. We have a lot of uh, linear. Uh, no, uh, what do they call those? Yeah. Um, Trace rifles, yeah, and then the void one, the one that 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 goes up and down in power, that looks just like a uh, A, proton cannon. Yeah, yeah. There you go, the wave splitter. Wave splitter. There you go. So next season, wave splitter ornament is a proton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it. Don't don't cross the streams though. Except they've crossed the streams in at least two movies. So. (laughs) Or they try to. Yeah. There's so much I need to kind of do for the festival to actually complete that and i've only got one week i'm panic is now setting in because i know i've only got the week and it's not like i get to play the whole week so the limited time that i can play is going to be like i need to generate candy i need to do all these headless ones i need to do this i need to do that let's focus let's get it done and you'll be pleased if they tweak some of those triumphs to make it a little bit easier i yeah i am yeah a little bit a little little bit a little bit bit. yeah and I, I saw, I, I posted in the um, show notes, Time Sausage Gaming put out a video where him and his community did the testing on the new update for the headless ones. Originally, it was 15 that you had to kill in each lost sector to get that one done. But it turns out that it's 12 now. And that means that you can miss a couple, I guess. So I, I think I did a run the other day that we still did like about 15, which was quite nice. And he also tested out the speculation of that you need to get a shot on every headless one for it to count for you for that achievement. It doesn't. It's just the whole team 
as long as you've summoned more than 12 or 12 that it works but if you want to kind of do the other achievement where you actually get the kills of the headless ones you actually do need to get a shot on each one so yeah swings and roundabouts i guess wings and roundabouts indeed so this week at bungie for the 27th of october 2022 let's dive right in diving Ikora is sick. We hope Ikora gets better soon. The voice actress or the actual in-game NPC? Well, I mean, really, one of the same. Yeah, the English voice actress has not been not been well, so Bungie says, we hope you get well soon. Uh, it's and not the lady that was in Suits or Firefly. Nope. It's, it's the one that Jeanette. replaced her. Yeah, it's the one that replaced her. If you can tell, the, the dialogue's slightly, the, the voice is slightly different. Yeah, I know. They're getting rid of all the Firefly cast. It's it's sad. And then we're going to hum along the Deep Stone lullaby. They they blew up Sagira. They killed Cade. At least they didn't kill Ikora. <laughs> they got rid of her voice actress without murdering them. Well, no, they just they just put her in the corner to build a Stargate and then hand out <laughs> 3.0 things and not really do much else. Fair. I miss that, to be honest, going back to Destiny 1. I miss the fact that we had the three NPCs in the tower and you went to see your specific vendor for whatever character that you were on. You went to Zavala if you're a Titan. You went to Cade if you were a Hunter. And you also went to Cade if you were a Warlock, because he was cool. No, because um, he was cool. Ikora for the Warlocks. <laughs> but yeah, you and you had specific bounties that you could kind of do for them for your class, which was quite nice. And I miss that going into Destiny 2. And I think yeah. they miss that in Destiny 2 because, like you're saying, it's like Ikora's down in the tower. They've given her a little thing to kind of get on with, but you go and speak to Shax, you go and speak to Savala. You very rarely get to speak to Cade these days, so I don't know where he's gone. Wow, but... really? What? I mean, you're not wrong. It is rare. Cade yeah. comes up every now and again. He does. I hear, I hear him every now and then when rare. I go to Nessus. Yep. <laughs> the voices of ghosts on Nessus. And speaking of ghosts on Nessus, boo! Ooh. Did we scare you? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. No, I frightened very easily. Because apparently they've tried that trick in the twelve before. Mm-hmm. Really, though, this this. So you know they ran their their little fashion show, the the threads of fright contest, and um, I mean the first one is the most terrifying because it's Telesto, the Telesto Ooh. helmet, and then you know. I feel the rest it could be of the more armor style to be, yeah, I, I'm sure it could be. Although it does have real, real Telesto energy, and um, it it in itself is terrifying. So is the, so is the dark side with Dark Vader, not Darth, but Dark Vader. That one I saw that, and I thought I've got to recreate that one. <laughs> Definitely, that's the, with the festival mask, isn't it? Of yep. can't remember his name now. The guy with the breathing apparatus. It's... The guy with the breathing apparatus is Darth Vader. <laughs> no, 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 the one in game, D- different IP. Gaul, that's the one. Different and legally distinct from. Yes. Or <laughs> if you're feeling like being a Silent Hill inspired warlock, you can make Pyramid Head. Yes, with, mm-hmm. you know, that is also a really good mask. one. I like that one. So those are the three Bungie picked, but uh, you know, there, there's many more out there. I've seen a bunch of a bunch of good ones being shared on social medias this week about how to make yourself look beautiful and wonderful. And now we come to the response section. 
Okay. Mm. We can just give up talking. We can go home. Yeah, really. I mean, I I can absolutely check out. Deepstone Crypt, because let's face it, this man can not stop talking about the Deepstone Crypt. (laughs) It's a good raid, man. Even in messaging him last night, I said, you know, could you do this? Because I'm forward thinking. I'm thinking, you know, does he think that, and he's like, yep, I'm already on top of it. I've got this handle. Dude, I was already done. I already had the pages open with the perks built and everything. <laughs> Just waiting for this morning. Well, there you go. Me, me and Perry yeah. are piecing out for the next half and well, I say half an hour. Let's face it, this man's going to talk Deepstone Crypt for you at the next hour. So we'll mm. be back in an hour after he's finished talking. So it's over to Reese. Wait, I thought I was just talking about crafting. the weapons. What, what else am I talking about besides the weapons? Oh, you were talking about the deep, Deepstone Crafting. Yeah, yeah. It's over to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um... tell the people what's coming and, and why they should care and why they should be excited. Or first really... of all, I thought. I was being I was being trolled whenever they said that because uh, I've said it in the show many times and then very recently I repeated it about how you know crafting deep stone weapons would be amazing right just because you can craft all kinds of other stuff you can craft other raid weapons but you can't craft deep stone weapons and then um, somebody in my chat's like yo you can totally do that next season I'm like ha that's something you don't joke about you want to get banned and he's like no for real it's in the twelve I'm like oh. I didn't watch Ask the Cross yet. Anyway, um, so it uh, turns out it is an actual thing. You get to um, craft deep stone weapons next season. Uh, they say the perks are going to change, though. So what I recommend is you go out there, you start farming deep stone crypt right now, and try to get the god rolls just in case these rolls aren't available when they change them. So uh, the deep stone, deep stone crypt weapons as they stand right now are the shotgun heritage, the Sniper Succession, the Hand Cannon Posterity, the, the Scout Rifle Trusty, the Light Machine Gun Commemoration, and the Sword called Archetype, uh, called Quest. <laughs> called Archetype. Durr. Right now, what you're looking for, the three main weapons, possibly four if you're a Hand Cannon user, I would go for are going to be the Shotgun Heritage, the Trusty... Scout rifle and the um, machine gun, right? Now the sniper rifle is also very good, and so they're all very good weapons. And and we're going to discuss why here in a second. But we're going to start with the shotgun. First of all, the shotgun is visually speaking beautiful. It is. I wish I could make this. There you go. Look at this gun. That is a beautiful, beautiful shotgun. And to make things even better, it is a slug shotgun, not a spread. It is a precision frame slug shotgun. Now, what makes this shotgun better than others? Well, you can get a 14-round magazine that automatically reloads. How would I do that? Well, one of the perks that is very unique to Deep Stone Crypt weapons is called Reconstruction. This weapon slowly reloads itself over time up to double your magazine capacity. Up to double. And it doesn't take long for it to do this either. So every couple of seconds, I think you get, it depends on how big the magazine is on the weapon. It gives you a percentage of that magazine every, every second or every three seconds, right? You have to have the ammo for it to do it. So if you're thinking crucible, you have to have actually picked up the green bricks. You're saying. Yes. You have to have picked up the green bricks, but the thing about it is, is after you pick up the green bricks, even if you have your primary out as it's stowed, it's loading those rounds for you. What's even better is you can have it in your hand, and it's automatically loading rounds. Yes. So it's not like it's not like the other perk where um, 
it's not like a auto loading holster where you have to stow it and then it loads and you pull it back out. No, every ten se- every every second or three seconds, it loads around into that magazine from your reserves, no matter where the weapon's at. Well, it says after not shooting for four seconds, it reloads ten percent of the magazine. Ten percent of the magazine. Yep. Yeah, it maxes out double the magazine capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the whole not shooting for four seconds. That must be new because I've been going ham with the shotgun and I still see rounds going in the magazine. And I'm definitely not waiting four seconds between shots. So okay. well, that's what the community insight and dim says. So that's yeah. what someone has determined somewhere. The, the purchase says the weapon slowly reloads itself over time up to double capacity with yep. no further information. Now, what else is good about this? This shotgun can get 100 range as a slug shotgun. So that's good for PvE and PvP because you can map somebody with this gun. I think you can get out to 12, 13 meters. I'll have to go back and check again, but I think it's like 12 or 13 meters with the shotgun at 100 range. And it's a slug, so you can headshot them, right? Okay. Now, the roles that you want to look for for PvE is going to be reconstruction and recombination, right? Oh, what does Um, recombination do? Recombination is another very unique Deep Stone Crypt perk. Elemental final blows increase the damage of this weapon's next shot. So, you build stacks of recombination. Let's say, because this is a primary, right? This is a primary yeah. shotgun. First so of how all. would you get the elemental final blows? Elemental final blows is you swap to a heavy or you swap to your secondary gun that's got elements on it. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, as you yeah. get kills with those, you're recombination stacks on this gun are stacking so the next time you pull this gun out that first shot is going to do up to an additional 88 percent damage for that first shot when it comes out now, it's only the one shot but it does a heck of a lot of damage okay right now the other perks you really want are going to be accurized rounds because it's going to give you even more range and then full bore which is even more range with range mass work and that's going to give you 100 range. Now, you can add on a backup mag. So that's going to give you seven rounds in your, in your magazine as opposed to six. It comes base six, right? Yeah. This will give you seven rounds in your magazine, which overall will give you two additional rounds at 14 instead of 12. Or you can just put something like a boss spec or a, or a major spec or whatever. This is your call. If you want those extra two rounds, if you want extra damage, dealer's choice, right? Oh. Just a quick question. I mean, Bungie do go on to elaborate that they're going to do deep stone crafting. So why would people want to go and get those weapons now? Is this are those perks because going away? I don't know what perks are going to be available because uh, the perks are going to change. Yes, Bungie says that they're going to come out with a different perk pool. Now, is it still going to include recombination, reconstruction, and um, another one that we're going to be discussing here in a minute? I don't know. So that's why you really want to get these. You want to try at least to get these ahead of time. That way, you know for a fact you've got these really good god rolls on these weapons before Bungie changes the perk pool. Okay, because those three those three perks are Deepstone Crypt specific perks, right? Yes, yeah. Like Reconstruction, weapons. recombination, and the other one is going to be uh, redirection. We'll get to that in a minute. Has Bungie changed, and, and I'm asking because I don't know or remember, has Bungie, t- like, you know, I, I know they change perk pools fairly often, but have they taken away or changed, like, the actual perks in, you know, activities where those exist? Like, obviously, like, you know, like the, like the origin Bungie. traits, they've they've changed yeah. as it makes sense, but, like, since those are Deep Stone Crypt perks, I'd assume those are sticking around because none of those are 
they're very good perks, but none of them are like game breakingly. Oh my god, this is going to destroy everything. Perks. Well, I think why the, not? The the problem why is oh they if they if they're changing up the they perk pool. Yeah, the thing is, if they're changing up the perk pool and they add a different perk into the perk pool and it mixes with one of the Deepstone crit ones on that specific weapon. So say mm-hmm. at the moment, like he was saying about his what was it? The reconstruction recombination one that you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you've got that on there, but say they added something else with reconstruction in that final column that just made it completely overpowered. Yeah. Then or what if, they what wouldn't if they have... Change, what if you can't get reconstruction and recombination? What if reconstruction yeah. and recombination are in the same column next season? Possibly. We'll yeah. be able to get them both potentially, you know? Maybe they'll do that. So I think that's the reason why Respawn is trying to tell you at the moment, these weapons are are available for this, and these are the combinations that make them really good. But then Bungie are giving you a counter argument to say that they're reworking the the perk bolts, plus they're going to give you a... Origin trait. Origin trait, that's the word. But yes, you continue with your weapons, and then we can go back through the 12 things of what they actually are changing. Um, after that, for all you, oh, I'm sorry, the PVE, I'm sorry, PVP role is going to be, I would still probably go with uh, reconstruction, right? But instead of recombination, you might want to go with snapshot sites, or since it's a slug, moving target, right? It gives you better target acquisition while moving. So that's going to increase your chances of getting that headshot. And instead of a backup mag, maybe put on um targeting adjuster, which further increases the chances that you're going to get a headshot. Because this shotgun is going to go far, right? So if if you can shoot far and get a headshot, even better. And now we get to the sniper rifle. This is a high-impact sniper rifle with three rounds in the magazine standard, right? What's it called? This is called the Succession, right? Again, look at this. This is this is an aesthetically beautiful gun. All mm-hmm. these guns are beautiful. Just, um, mm, one, mwah. I can't look at it because this is a podcast. And two, do I need HPO to acquire this weapon? <laughs> HPO? Yeah. Do, do I need HPO to, to have this weapon? I don't get the joke. There's a very popular Man, show called I, I live on HBO. In, on the ah. other side of the world, and I get what he's going on about. I don't watch HBO. I don't watch I don't watch cable in general. I just everything I watch is online. No, but we're um, not saying that you watch it, we're just saying that you got the joke. Oh, I, I, I didn't get a joke because I didn't know about it. Anyway, high-impact sniper rifle. So this is going to, um, I believe if you're standing in a rift, this one-shot body shots, right? That's how strong this gun is. It's got a 90 impact, and its base range is, I don't know. But you can get up to 93 with, with the pool that I'm going to talk to you about. Impact right is 90, and the range is 76 at base. 76. 23 stability. So it's very much like the Macabre sniper rifle that we're getting for festival of the lost at the moment high Mm -hmm. impact low magazine so the perk pool i recommend for both pve and pvp small bore because that's going to increase your range and your stability and then actually i would get extended mag they're like but respawn that makes you load so much slower doesn't matter because if you also get reconstruction you're going to get eight rounds in your magazine of high impact sniper because it's going to change your magazine base from three to four right and then you're going to have eight rounds of high impact that's going to auto load itself every few seconds right you don't care about reload speed with this sniper so reconstruction definitely get that um and then 
you can go with Vorpal Weapon. They have Rampage. I don't think you're going to be using this for rank-and-file enemies, so Rampage isn't that important. It also has Recombination, being that this is a uh, a uh, an elemental weapon. You're going to be using this to build stacks of succession, or you're going to use Heavy to build stacks of succession on it. Not a great, not a great perk for the sniper, right? So I would go with either Snapshot or Vorpal, right? And um, for the PvP guys, you also have No Distractions and Killing Wind, right? But again, if you go with those, you'll be losing out on the Reconstruction Autoloading. Your call. So Killing Wind is Final Blow's grant increased mobility, weapon range, and handling for a short duration. Lasts for five seconds. Additional kills add five second caps at eight seconds. It's 20 range, 50 mobility, 40 handling, 30% reduction in ADS movement penalty, and 5% increase in damage fall-off distance. And your no distractions is aiming this weapon for a short period reduces flinch. After aiming down sights for one second without firing, flinch is reduced by 35%. Timer starts as soon as the ADS input is registered. Right. And then so last but not least, I... on the sniper, you also get moving target, which increases your... Uh your target acquisition while aiming down sights. But so explain to me why I wouldn't want to kind of use reconstruction and recombination. So say I've got I've got a final elemental blow with re- recombination. Uh-huh. So the the next shot from this weapon is going to do increased damage. Yeah, so and... what happens is if you're using this weapon, right? Yeah. You're going to you're going to shoot something and you're going to get a stack of recombination which is going to increase your next shot damage by 8% but it is going to use it on that next shot. You'll never get up to 88% stacks while using this weapon because the next shot is going to use the one stack that you've got. You'd have to swap to a heavy or a primary elemental weapon. No, this is right? a primary. Huh? This is kinetic. Oh, is it kinetic? I thought it was yeah. arc. Why was that's I, what, I think arc? that's why it's got that recombination per. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, in that case, element. you could you could go with you could definitely go with recombination. You just have to build up the the stacks. My bad. I thought this was arc, guys. Sorry. Um, so yeah, recombination would work on this for PVE, not necessarily PVP. You could, I guess, if you built enough recombination, you could definitely one shot body shot somebody without a rift, right? Yeah. But with um, a rift, I'm guessing it'd still probably be quite. Damaging. Oh, potent. Definitely potent. Yeah. Mm. So overall, really good sniper for PvE and PvP. Um, having an eight-round magazine for damage phases on a high impact, that's good. That's really good. The only downside to these is so far, there's no adept versions of these. Right? Uh-huh. So you can't put on like boss uh like big ones mod or anything like that, unfortunately. But uh yeah, so that's the sniper. Um, very good if you're into that kind of thing. Hand cannons. There's a hand cannon that blew my mind, and I actually used this. I'm not even a hand cannon guy. Those that know me know I hate hand cannons. But when this came out, I used hand cannons almost that whole season. It was Are you just talking so about good. the posterity hand cannon. I am talking about the posterity hand cannon. So it is a uh, precision frame hand cannon that's got a lot of stability. I mean, a lot of stability. Base right? stability of sixty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's got so much stability, you could go small bore, which would increase your range and stability. But honestly, I would just go hammer forge rifling just to get as much range as you can on this thing because you're going to have a lot of stability just baseline, right? Yeah, the base um, range is 39, so that's probably why you'd want a bit more range on there. 
how 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 fast firing is this one that I'm going to have to deal with a thousand I think recoil, it's a 180 it... yeah it's a 180 yeah it's a 180 direction yeah. is 100 at base magazine of 30 okay. mm-hmm. magazine of 13 base which means you can if you don't do anything to the magazine size and I put reconstruction and recombination on this bad boy I'm getting there stand by okay. if you don't do anything to the magazine size you can get 26 rounds with reconstruction because it has it right you could also manipulate the magazine to go up to 17 rounds which is going to give you 24 uh, rounds and then if you add a uh what is it a magazine perk on there from the thing what the hell is it called there it is backup mag so backup mag plus extended mag gives you 19 rounds so that's going to give you freaking what 20 38 rounds 38 rounds in a hand cannon. Let that sink in. That's madness. Yeah, you can get mad range. Well, not mad range. You can get pretty good range. You can get like 49 range, so it's not bad. You get 100 recoil direction and 38 rounds in this hand cannon. That is nuts. And it's nuts because I'll even tell you why. Because this hand cannon gives itself a bonus against yellow bars. Check it out. This can also roll with something called redirection. This is a new perk. Damaging, not killing, damaging rank and file combatants, so red bars, increases damage against more powerful ones. So you gain stacks of redirection. I think you can get 15, 15 stacks or something. 20, 20 stacks. You can get 20 stacks of redirection. And what's going to happen is when you're just popping off rank and file enemies with this gun, a yellow bar pops out or a champion. And if you and if this if you got a hand cannon champion mods for whatever season this is, you're gonna pop that champion, do a ton of extra damage, and inflict whatever champion debuff that you were gonna inflict on him at the same time. Plus, you got 30, 37 more rounds to pump into him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's 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 just a huge magazine. 38 rounds in a hand cannon magazine. That's got super good stability. 180 uh rounds per minute it's just it's a very very fun gun it's also very aesthetically pleasing just i gotta say that right so overall i would say hammer forge rifling extended mag reconstruction of course and redirection for pv um e for pvp i'd still go with hammer forged maybe not extended mag maybe accurized rounds get a little bit more range out of that get it up to 59 instead of 49 right and possibly i still like the reconstruction a lot but instead of uh redirection possibly opening shots right because that first shot's going to have maximum range on it and or rampage right oh i didn't even put a range master book on here <laughs> okay so it's 59 base you can increase that up to 69 no 39 39 yeah. is base, but if you put on, like you said, the hammer forged, you put accurize, and you put the range mask work, goes up to 69. Yeah, it's very, very good. Plus opening shot, that's really good for PvP, I think. And you could also go to rapid hit if you if you don't want the bigger magazine, if you want if you want to just reload faster, rapid hit, tap tap tap, you reload in less than a second, right? Again, dealer's choice, but for PVE, definitely reconstruction and redirection, or reconstruction and rampage. Right, because you're gonna have 38 rounds in a magazine. Rampage with a rampage spec would be really good on this hand cannon for PVE. 
So again, very fun to use. Uh, recommend it. Now, this dominated PvP for a while, not too long, but this had a major part in PvP. This is called the Trusty Solar Scout Rifle. Now, it's 260 rounds per minute, base full auto, right? You don't need to add a full auto mod. It comes with it, right? And again, reconstruction comes on this. So your base magazine is 17, giving you 34 rounds. If you just let it do its thing, you can increase that to, oh, God, how, how can we get this? So that's 20 there, and then... 20. Okay, you can you can get a max of 20. So <laughs> um if you put an extended mag on there, it's going to give you 20 rounds, which is going to double to 40. So 40 rounds in a 260 RPM full auto firing scout rifle. Mm. Mwah. Chef's kiss, right? Uh but if, you could also go with like a small bore. It's going to give you that stability and the range cuz Base range is 35, base stability yep. 43, not the greatest. So I would go with small bore and either extended mag or accurized rounds to pump those numbers up. I would personally go uh, accurized rounds, right? Um, and then reconstruction. And then, again, we have another one, redirection. So as you damage red bar enemies, uh, you build the stacks of uh, redirection. And when the yellow bars come out, you pop the stacks on the yellow bar to get that uh, buttload of extra damage. So that's definitely the role that I would go with. I think I would stick with that pretty much no matter what. Now, the PvP role would probably be Surplus or Killing Wind. A surplus is going to be, it increases handling, reload, and stability for each fully charged ability that you have, right? Um... And then Killing Wind, which Nightdemon explained to you earlier. And then on top of that, you can go Eye of the Storm or Wellspring. Now, Wellspring and Surplus is a wombo combo, right? Wellspring, as you get kills, it fills up your abilities. And and, and uh, Surplus, the more full abilities you have, the better performing this weapon gets. So those feed into each other. You could also get Eye of the Storm for the one-on-one -on -one engagements. The more you get damage, the more accurate this gun gets. So it's a better dueling perk right there. Uh, if you just want really high damage, you can get under pressure and pair that with high impact reserves. Uh, both of those, the bottom half of the magazine is going to give you improved stability, accuracy, and damage. Yeah. So if you pair those together, you get better stability, accuracy, and damage. You don't want reconstruction for... Mm, I guess you kind of do. Like, if you had reconstruction and high-impact reserves, it would take you longer before you triggered high-impact reserves, but you would also high impact have high-impact reserves for a longer amount of time. So that's a trade-off. You can, what they call, uh, prep your weapon. So in it, it would be hard to prep this weapon because, again, it reloads itself. So you'd have to continue to fire off that extra round in order to keep your high-impact reserves primed. But when you come into a one-on-one, -on -one, uh, when you come into an engagement, you've already got high-impact reserves procced. You have 20 rounds that's only going to get stronger the more of these rounds you pump off. So the further down that magazine you get, the stronger this weapon's going to get. And it's going to be good for one-on-one -on -one engagements if you prep it first. So yeah, really so good to have. So it's a trade-off. You, you can either pump that damage up with the reserves 
or let the reconstruction give you just more shots overall. Yep. 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 And this weapon doesn't this inherently fire full auto, so you don't even it need sure to put does. a full auto mod onto it. Yep. So you've got that mod slot you can use for something better now. Yeah, you could use that mod slot for backup mag if you went with accurized rounds. That way you'd get the 20 and 20, which is 40. Or you could use it for uh, target acquisition, for targeting adjuster, right? You could use it for that. I would put a range masterwork because it does suffer in the range department. Your stability, you're not going to notice so much. It's still pretty stable. Even though at this point with this build, you've only got really 50 stability, you don't really notice it. The The gun is really, really good to handle. And the recoil is 59, so it does kind of pull to the right a little bit, but it's nothing you can't control. It's, it's yeah. really easy to control this gun. Um, but if but you yeah. can't get that, I do recommend the Black Scorpion 4SR, which is a well drop, which is very similar. I mean, it's the arc version of this. Mm. You can get ranges up to 50 on there, stability 49 base, but again, you can play around with whatever you want range or stability on there. Unfortunately, it's not craftable, so it is, like I said, a well drop. But I do right. love the Black Scorpion, and if I could get a trustee, I'd try it out against it. But Black Scorpion can roll with Rampage on there, so you could put a Rampage spec. You also get Zen Moment on there, Accurized Rounds, and Hammer Forged. And it's exactly the same. It's a Vice Rapid Fire frame. So I'm waiting for them to kind of update that perk pool with the Black Scorpion so that it gets that Stinger perk on it. Unfortunately, it's not one of the ones that's been updated with the Vice Stinger perk yet. But yeah, it's um, it's a very good um, scout rifle. I, I like using that in PvP. And the trustee is a really good scout rifle too for PvP. If you yeah. can max out the, the range and the stability, you can tag somebody from pretty far. And then you just got... You have more rounds than they have health. I promise you. <laughs> 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 and now... This is probably one of my favorite heavy machine guns, but you Titans out there, this is what I call a Titan wet dream, okay? And let me tell you why. So this machine gun is called the Commemoration, right? Base magazine comes with, I don't know, because I've already spec'd that out for you. I'm sorry. Okay, the base magazine <laughs> is 59. Your base no, not the business. No. Your Go base ahead. impact is 41. Base range of 58, base stability of 55, handling mm. of 57, reload speed of 55, aim assist of 64, uh, zoom of 16, and recoil direction of 80. And it's a 450 round RPM. There 450 so rounds. It's got an 80 recoil. Yep. So you could potentially put a counterbalance to bring that to 95, which is almost vertical. Who's right? putting counterbalance on these days? I'm just saying, you could. Yeah. You don't need to, <laughs> but you could. Could. So... Possibility. Oh, I love this gun. And in a minute, you tighten. Is it aesthetically pleasing like all the other guns that you keep telling me? This is absolutely gorgeous. Who needs, who needs freaking, um, what do you call that changed the appearance? Who needs to listen to massive breakdowns about how good a weapon is if it's aesthetically (laughs) pleasing? Just go. What if it's aesthetically pleasing and good? One by combo. And I have tested this on my Titan whenever I was stuck playing that, the Titan. That for two doesn't seasons. mean a thing. That so does not mean something. a thing. You no, testing something you. on a Titan. You shush. You shush. You shush. Mm-hmm. So first of all, um, you want to pump up its range and stability to make it as good as you can. So you want small bore in that first column, and then the second column you want extended mag. And I'll tell you why, because why. this also comes with reconstruction. Base magazine is fifty nine which is going to give you 118 rounds. 
You put on an extended mag, and that 59 jumps up to 73. Now you've got 146 rounds in the magazine, right? That's it? That's it? Hold on. I'm not done yet. You could also put a uh, an extended mag, uh, backup mag, which will give it 75. 75 is the max. That'll give you 150 rounds in the magazine, right? Now, obviously, reconstruction. Every few seconds, you're getting 10% of that, that ammo back. So if you go with 150 rounds, every few seconds, you get 15 rounds back in your magazine. If you're a Titan and you're wearing the Actium War Rig, yeah. that doubles. No. So you got the Actium War Rig feeding this thing ammo. You got the... Uh, the base perk feeding it ammo. So you have a 150 round magazine being double fed. You literally, and again, I've tested this. You literally run out of reserves before you have to reload. Mm -hmm. We call that Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. And then of <laughs> course, if you walk and then this, you, cause it's not an exotic, you can also have the sweet business. So two for two, you know, if you so, never want to stop shooting ever. <laughs> immersion you want immersion boom here's your immersion and then you tack on rampage to that so you get those three stacks of rampage and just keep going with that max damage freaking uh commemoration and you put a range masterwork on that bad boy you could also just do dragonfly so if you want to have 150 rounds and one of these rounds pops an ad that clears the room even better right so what are the rest of your what are the rest of your rounds going to do? They're going to feel sad. They have nothing to do. There's nothing the next left room, to kill. You have another room, right? <laughs> There's always another room. Um, but yeah, so uh, you could all. I mean, it's just it's just such a fun gun to play with. It's easy to handle. You get a ton of rounds. It's got some PvP perks too, so you can get no distractions on here. You can get dynamic sway. You can yeah. get Zen moment. You can get yeah. surplus. And for the next one over, you can get Moving Target and uh, Eye of the Storm, right? So if you took this thing into, into PvP, you just got so many PvP perks that make this a good heavy to use. And it takes, I think, three rounds to kill a Guardian. With your extended mag, it gives you plus 11 in the magazine, but it does take your reload speed down to minus, minus 18 of what it is. Who's reloading? I know, but I'm just saying. But it does give Not you, if you're bouncing stash. around in the air like my son does, apparently, it does give you a plus 10 in airborne effectiveness, which is quite nice. Dynamic sway, if you are interested, improves accuracy and stability while continuously holding down the trigger. It's another good one for it. Badly increases accuracy and stability up to 100%. Accuracy cone size and stability. Takes 0.6 seconds to maximum effect. And Zen yeah. Moment is causing damage with this weapon, reduces recoil over time. But I do believe that they've changed that from whatever that was originally going to be called. Or are they changing that in the future? Have I, I completely zoned out on that one? Which one? Sorry. Zen Moment. Zen Wasn't moment. it one that Mercules was talking about a couple of weeks back saying that the description on it was wrong? Yeah. Uh, of the two perks, yeah. you definitely want Dynamic Sway over Zen Dynamic Moment. Sway. Yeah, but yeah, then you're, you're going to get Dynamic Sway. Reconstruction. Huh? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you are. Well, you still get seventy five rounds in a magazine. Yeah, you still you still have seventy five rounds to play with if you don't. But go if with you had dynamic sway, you wouldn't be going too wrong. Right. It's it's definitely a good backup role. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, and, if, and if you are hopping around with your you know constantly firing weapons, 
The Active War Rig passively grants you 30 airborne effectiveness to auto rifles and machine guns, so you too could just hop around and be a little more effective in the air. You could there have you like go. 100% airborne effectiveness with this weapon. No, and the that's, Active War that's, that's not a real number. If only a Well, you can if you're a warlock. You absolutely could. If you're a warlock yeah. and you eat your grenade, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You are absolutely an AC-130 in the sky with this thing. Yeah, but then um, you have to reload, so why would you bother? Not really. No, even no, because if you look at it, um, they they might have to reload. But if they reload, they're only reloading like thirty or forty rounds that they've got left in the reserves. They've burned off a lot of rounds while just holding that trigger down. But yeah, last and in my opinion, least. And yes, I know it is a sword, but this sword should have come out with this season. Because look at this. This. Is a pirate saber, and you can't tell me otherwise. Is it aesthetically pleasing, and what is its name? Yes, it's aesthetically pleasing. It's a pirate saber. Yeah, it's a pirate lightsaber. Name? At that, what's look its at this. name? What Sir, I it? can't. I can't see it. <laughs> it's called bequest. It is called bequest. It is a sword, and really, as swords go, they all have the same basic perks. This one was unique because at the time, it was the only sword that you could get that would roll with thresh. And Thresh is every kill you land with this weapon gives you back super energy, right? So you could potentially have Thresh and Surrounded, so you would do tons of extra damage because most of the time when you're attacking somebody with a sword, you're Surrounded. So you put Surrounded on and a Surrounded spec mod, you're doing tons of damage while being Surrounded. And it lasts for three to five seconds after you're not Surrounded anymore, you retain that damage buff. So... With this sword, you probably want to go with Honed Edge. It's the only perk that gives you extra impact without detrimenting anything else. Uh, Swordmaster's Guard increases guard efficiency, guard resistance, and guard endurance while also increasing charge time and guard endurance. Oh, oh, sorry. So it gives you a whole bunch of pluses and it increases your charge time because charge time is, with the changes they made to swords, you have a meter that, that fills up that gives you max damage on your heavy hit, right? The slower your charge time, the slower that meter fills up. So the fact that you can get Swordsman's Guard increases, you don't need to guard for it, dude, um, increases the rate that that meter fills up so you can do your heavy attack at max damage faster, right? After that, you have two Wombo Combos. You have Relentless Strikes with Assassin's Blade. Relentless Strikes is landing three light attacks within a short time grants sword ammo. So if you're doing boss DPS, every time whack, 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 you hit the boss three times, it loads more ammo out of nowhere. This is magic ammo. It just appears from heaven, okay? So that's why Relentless Strikes is good. It gives you free ammo, breaks ammo economy. It's great. Assassin's Blade, sword kills, boost movement speed and damage. So it's like Rampage for a sword, right? And then the other combo is going to be Thresh and Surrounded. And again, I just went over those already. So um, dealer's choice on that one. If you're doing boss DPS, definitely Relentless Strikes and Assassin's Blade. Or Relentless Strikes and Surrounded might be better because you're not killing ads when you're one to one in a boss, right? So Relentless Strikes with Surrounded. Um, for ad glare, Relentless Strikes and Assassin's Blade. Or Thresh and Assassin's Blade. Or Thresh and Surrounded. A lot of good rolls you can get with the sword. Again, nobody's really using swords anymore, especially since we got the exotic chainsaw sword. Eh. The lament. Eh, yeah, the lament. 
But if you, if you, and then on top of that, we have the guillotine as well. The guillotine just overall has better DPS, but it is a good looking sword. It is a pirate lightsaber and it does have some good perk pulls. Now, the question is if it's a pirate lightsaber, does it take shaders very well? Does it glow different glows? If I put like a red glow on there, will it be Darth Vader's sword? Uh, I don't know. I've never applied shaders to it. Or if I have, it's been such a long time. Well, well I've whoa, got whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me you have something you've not applied shaders to? Doesn't I've never that really go against... used the sword. <laughs> But I haven't. Let me check, let me check the shaders. Every everything that I thought I knew about you as a hunter has just been just been ruined for me. <laughs> Sad panda. Oh no, this one does have a shader, and it does change the glow. My glow went from a bright blue to uh, a silverish kind of gray. No, I yeah. need a red sword because if I'm going to do sword? the hunter look of looking mm -hmm. like Darth Vader with mm, the mask, orange. then I need I need his lightsaber. That's green. Yes, yeah, so, so the, sh shaders are yeah, so the shaders, shaders do appear to change both the hilt of the sword and the glow of the sword. So if you can find the right shader that gives you the right kind of red, you too can be Darth Vader. You can be Darth Vader. Or Dark, Dark Vader. There you go. A uh, Karmica. There you go. Karmica is very blood red. There you go. Okay. The Karmica shader turns the whole thing into a blood red saber. I like not, it. Not quite a lightsaber, but, but I think as close as you make it. Yeah, the back of the blade still has some lightsaber energy going through it, but the the blade itself no longer does. Yeah. If you want to keep the lightsaber look, you'd have to remove all shaders, and that's what gives you that blue sheen to the blade. Tring. Overall, good sword. I don't even know what my role is. I have Thresh and Assassin's Blade. Eh. I need to farm for a better role. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. the main reason... Sorry. Yeah, no, I was gonna say as far as as far as deep stone weapons go, that or deep stone crypt weapons go, that's it. That's all the weapons you can get from the uh, from the raid, except the exotic, which is the eyes of tomorrow. Eyes of tomorrow. Uh, eyes of tomorrow is actually really good because you can target multiple enemies with multiple rockets. So we thought it would be good for boss damage because all those rockets would hit the boss, kind of like the because we thought this was gonna be the Galahorn before we got the Galahorn. And it didn't live up to that. But as far as ad clear goes, you, you can target up to eight different ads and then fire off and those rockets go eight different directions. Eight or six. So it's like the Woodcliffe coil, but it has direction. It has tracking. There you go. It has tracking. Yes. It has a purpose. It does have a purpose. And it, it's, it's, it does its job well. It really does its job well as far as ad clear. So, yeah. You can clear a whole room instead of just clearing a part of the room. <laughs> so the main reason why Respawn is going through all these weapons and all the different perks for you is starting next season. So literally December. This is next season stuff. Legendary Deep Stone Crypt weapons can be crafted. Yeah, boy. And with that, each encounter has a chance to drop a deep sight version of the raid weapon and players may purchase one per week from the final chest after defeating Tanix. When Deepstone Crypt is the featured raid of the week, encounter drops are uncapped, which means that you can run a full raid and each encounter multiple times hunting for deep sight drops. And again, the exotic is also farmable, but it drops down to half of its drop rate when you do it this way. 
nobody cares because at this point they're going to be deep stone farming for those deep site weapons. Yeah, and this is the eyes of tomorrow. So should I go be farming deep stone crypt now in order to save up things? To no. yes, you should farm it now to potentially get god roll weapons that might not be available after yes. they change it, and the only to reason. build up your um experience your, your currency, your raid currency or experience in doing the raid. You could get into doing it now and get with teams and and learn it so mm-hmm. that when it does come to be farming, that you're more au fait. With the raid. That's a, yeah, that's, that's the word. More adept yeah. at it. Wink, wink, nudge. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. so when it comes to these weapons there's quite a bit of excitement internally as the team started freshening up the perk pools we asked one of the resident sandbox experts senior designer lead chris proctor about the approach when updating the perk pools on older weapons our goal is to keep our most beloved combinations and drop the rest to make room for the new perks with the Deepstone Crypt specifically we're looking at new perks that synergize well with the perks that originated with the Deepstone Crypt so they're saying we're going to keep these. We want things to work well with them. So reconstruction, recombination, redirection shouldn't be going anywhere. Shouldn't. New perk combinations could look like re- reconstruction and focused fury or fourth times the charm and re- redirection. Um, they're looking for opportunities to add perks to weapons that have never had them before. And we've created quite a few new perks since Beyond Light shipped. And we're excited to see how players mix and match them for their builds. So the ones that Chris Proctor is per- personally excited for is your Heritage Slug Shotgun with Reconstruction and Focus Fury. Your Posterity Hand Cannon with Volt Shot and Rampage. Ooh, no, but it looks like you're losing out on the um, the Reconstruction if you go with Volt Shot. That's sad. Reconstruction with Volt Shot would have been... No, because it's yeah, counterintuitive, right? You want to but, reload with Volt Shot, don't you? But, but Volt Shot, yeah. Volt Shot once it hits with the Rampage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Trusty Scott Rifle with Rapid Hit and Incandescent. Mm-mm. No, so, reconstruction and condition would be way better. Well, I mean, PvE, PvP, it depends. But yeah. Uh, oh, and they're, they're also took this opportunity to create a new origin trait for the weapons Bray Inheritance, which they don't say what it is, but that's what the origin trait is going to be called. Wait, did Proctor just say that reconstruction is going to be a crafted trait? Enhance! Owners of mm-hmm. the online can start crafting these weapons starting December 6th, 2022. And they'll see you in space next season, Guardians. So if you're wondering what Focus Fury is, Focus Fury is a perk on a gun which, dealing half of the magazine as precision damage, grants this weapon bonus damage for an improved duration. The shot count is reset whenever the weapon is reloaded or stowed. And what was the other ones that we've got on there? Volt shot. Hit. Volt yeah. shot. Yeah, Rapid Hit is also one that I continually think does something but actually does something else so rapid hits or the rapid precision rapid yeah rapid precision hits temporarily increases the stability and the reload speed of the weapon and volt shot is basically get a kill reload and then you can chain lightning damage to uh people when you kill them again which i think is a precision kill and then incandescent spreads scorch to everyone uh, Volt Shot says reloading this weapon after defeating a target overcharges this weapon for an improved shot period. Yeah, and causing it to jolt on its next hit. So yeah, so basically it applies jolt to the target on the next hit. So yeah, you, you've, you're playing trials, you've got people grouped up together, you volt them, it's like you're going with dune markers and chaining lightning to them. Makes them very unhappy. So does it, if it's on a sniper, does it work a bit like the um, Cloud Strike? Not quite as potent. 
I don't yeah, think. Yeah, not quite as powerful. I, I don't think you're getting out kills from the vault shot, but you're getting, you know, you're doing enough damage to at least, you know, move around and make them scurry. And probably, you know, if you're, it's on a sniper, killing that person you shot with it. And we can uh, so, the other two, potentially. Yeah, the, the Cloud Striker is the exotic sniper rifle that you can get from doing the Empire Hunts on Europa. Yeah, this is, this is a poor man's Cloud Strike, is what that's yeah. going to be. Yeah, the, yeah, the Stormbringer is the trait that it has on the Cloud Strike, which is rapid precision hits create a lightning storm at the point of impact, which is why we kind of all die if we're all grouped up together. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, and that you can wipe a team at three with if you play your card yeah. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, help me out with this. This I don't understand, right? So rapid hit, like you said, increases mm-hmm. stability and increases your reload speed, right? Yeah. But reconstruction... Is just going to give you a larger overall magazine to keep firing, and you're you're reloading as that's happening automatically, right? Right. So why rapid hit over reconstruction, unless they unless they don't roll in the same slot? It depends on what you've got as another perk that then goes with rapid hit. Because if you, I'm get... talking this. I'm talking incandescent specifically. If you want to spread scorch, mm-hmm. you want to keep firing as much as possible, right? But oh, then, well, 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 I mean, it depends. Yeah. PVE, PVP, are you ad clearing? Are you trying to get that 1v1 encounter? I mean, it all depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Is Incandescent a good PVP perk? No. No. I wouldn't think so, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. What are, you, what are you looking to do with it? And then I can say, which one would I go with? Definitely ad clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm doing ad clear, yeah, give me Incandescent over Rapid Hit. If I'm in the Crucible, give me Rapid Hit over Incandescent. You mean reconstruction? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Because <laughs> you get rapid hit with incandescent. It's not a one or the other. Okay. Well, fair yeah. enough. And they're not stopping there, Bungie. No, no, no. We have mm-hmm. Lightfall Crafting coming. So after December, possibly February. We, we know it's penciled in for February, but things do change and... Game development is hard, especially when you're working remotely from home. So Lightful Crafting should be coming. <laughs> so with the excitement around the upcoming Deepstone Crafting, we felt this would be a great opportunity to talk about what some plans that the team has eyeballing for the system overall. When crafting was introduced in the Witch Queen, we were very excited to see how players would engage with the feature. Having a direct path to acquiring a powerful perk or a god roll can be a bit risky in game like Destiny but we're happy with how players are taking great advantage of the system, what the system has to offer. That said, there are specific aspects that the team is looking to address, not only to help address player feedback, but to improve crafting overall. Now, hey, before we go forward, this this comment right here, having the ability to create your own god role can be a bit risky. Why? In, in a game like Destiny, with all the many different perks and things, like if they gave you something that was... If a, a perk combination was too overpowered, they would then have to kind of nerf it. So I think it's kind of getting that balance of making sure that the perks are really good and depending on what yeah, kind but of that, player you are. Yeah, that's just the perk pool in general. Why is crafting that risky? Risky for Bungie. If yeah. Bungie gives us the ability to make the one roll that everybody wants, right. they're going to nerf that one roll because they're going to say, well, everyone's going for this. What's the point of playing the looter shooter if I can just get the one roll and ignore everything else? Because not, you still have to grind. You still have to grind to make the gun. Yeah, but once, once I'm make yeah, gun. but once I'm there, I'm out. Yeah, like once once I crafted that that roll, I'm out. Or if I get that roll to drop, I'm done. Like I no longer need to engage with that activity or possibly with the game if I get the things I want and can piece out. 
Yeah, it's risky yeah. for Bungie, not risky for us as players. Yeah. Let's face it, we've already been to Mount Mordor, thrown in our ring, Destiny 1, and had our vault completely wiped because of too many issues with god rolls and things that broke the game. We've now restarted, so Destiny's like, or Bungie's like, we don't want to create another one ring to rule them all. That's why it's a bit hard kind of getting that balance. Yeah, but the good thing with weapon crafting the is they, they are free to nerf things and make other things more powerful because Unless you can just count. recraft that weapon with the new perks. Right. Yes. Yeah. You can, but that's what they that's what they were saying with the Deepstone Crypt. They don't want to create something that is just going to be the go to and be all and end all of everything, but they want to have guns that you can create or put put mods on there that you can have to make the gun feel better or different, and you use it in the way that you can without them having to nerf things. Yeah, and and it's nice just to see the the perks from you know the the 3.0 subclasses now that those are all in the game having weapons that can incorporate some of those perks, whereas before you, know, you couldn't get Volt Shot, you couldn't get Incandescent. They weren't, they didn't exist at that point. Right. So it's nice to be able to, you know, if you're if you're building into those 3.0 subclasses, being able to use those synergies from these new weapons is nice. Sure, yeah. Hmm. Would be if you had them. So should we go through some of the pain points that they'd like to address? We should. should we? We're going to have to. Why do you say should we? You know we well, have to. We don't have to. We could just end the show here and there and just let people go and read the 12. But we're not like that. We like reading the 12 to people. Do we? Oh, okay. Well, people like us reading it to them. It's like one of those <laughs> nice bedtime the books that they kind of listen, sit and listen to and fall asleep. And then they get to the end and they have to restart it. So by the time they get to the next week, they're like, oh, I'm still listening to the same guys telling me the same stuff. Over and over again. Exactly. Mm. So deep sight weapons are far too common, which leads to some confusion over their value and vault stress. So to a new player, it can be difficult to understand which weapons are actually craftable. I'd say not just to new players, to all players, because when you get a weapon to drop and it's got that red border, you go, oh, is that something they've now put in the game that I can craft? Oh, no, it's not. It doesn't tell me that I can. Never mind. So to an experienced player, deep sight weapons commonly end up in the vault simply for future currency, bringing more stress mm -hmm. to infantry management. Yeah, mm. keeping, keeping things that are basically just for materials, not so much for the role they're on, which is silly <laughs> to take up, a, take up a vault slot for that. The thing is, I think with the deep sight, I'm more upset that when I do dismantle a deep sight weapon, that I'm capped at that I can't build up that, like, that currency. I think that's the more kind of it's not the the issue with the vault, Bungie. It's more of the fact that you keep putting these caps on, like, the glimmer cap. Why? Why? Why is there a glimmer cap? Let me get to the end of the season and just do my glimmer farm. Let me get to X amount of glimmer. I'm going to spend it all anyway because you give me more stuff to buy with glimmer. So, you know, why have we got these caps on certain things? Why can we only have 10 golf balls on, on a, in our inventory? And then we have to go through the rigmarole of then going into our postmaster and hopefully building up 10 in there. If we can get to that point, you know what I mean? Like experienced players. Why are these, these caps? That's the issue. Not that we then have to then throw them in the vault. I'm not so concerned at that point, because if you're playing the game enough to cap out your crafting materials to then, you don't need to throw them in the vault. It's, it's the caps, Bungie. It's not necessarily well, the vault being filled up with these red borders piggybacking off your point right the crafting weapons i think is better overall for the game 
because you don't need to have eight different rolls of the same gun because you never know what's going to be nerfed or buffed, right? Having that one craftable weapon that you can go back and change as these nerfs and buffs happen drastically resolves a lot of vault issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a lot of people are hanging on to multiple weapons of those things, multiple versions anyway. And, and the craft, I mean, I mean and there's a still weird, the weird dichotomy between I'm a looter shooter, but I can craft things now. So why am I trying to loot anything else if I can craft the one I want? You, you still have to loot to be able to craft it, though. But at yeah, the but moment, once I'm right? there, why do I ever care again? Yeah, what, but it, what, it, it's not instantaneous. It takes a while to loot this stuff. And deep stone weapons, the only way you can get the, the, the currency to level up deep stone weapons is by dismantling raid weapons. So unlike all these other weapons where you can just build it up because you just have the currency from the world drops, raid weapons are different. For raid weapons, for, to build up a raid weapon, you have to have a currency that you can only get from dismantling raid weapons. Raid weapons yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Raid weapons are outside of this conversation a little bit, but yeah, because they have extra requirements. But if yeah. I've gotten my Brigand's Law sidearm exactly how I want, why would I ever look at any other Brigand's Law that drops the rest of the season? Exactly. That's exactly my point. That helps, that helps uh, storage economy. And if they're not going to give us increased storage, then they need to give us storage economy. And I think this is a good middle ground. Well, no, I think the problem is that we've, we've got all these previous weapons that aren't craftable that we keep in our vaults. We also keep you know exotics around in our vaults for doing different things. At the moment, currently, and I haven't unlocked every single weapon that you can craft. I'm still missing quite a lot. At the moment, I have 28 crafted weapons on my person or in my vault. And I think that's probably even half of what's available, probably even less than half. Let's say that there's like 50 items because I haven't got any of the raid ones. And there's like two two or three raid ones now that you can kind of craft. And you've got all the season ones in there. Each season there's craft from the Witch Queen. So it's just like there's about 50 weapons that you can craft. So that's 50 slots that you've got crafted weapons. Plus you've got all your other things. If you've got all of those exotics in there as well, that's what's taking up a lot of vault spaces that every season we're going, we're going to give you more craftable weapons. So here's another lot to kind of fill your vault up. Yeah. But still, I mean, even, even with that, that's still overall less weapons than if you couldn't craft them, right? Having one or two craftable weapons that you can change into whatever God roll you need is better than having eight of that weapon in your vault because you don't know what's going to be good or bad. It's still overall better, better storage economy. Even, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not, but what what they're telling me is filling up my vault isn't what's filling up my vault specifically. And do you guys keep the red-bordered weapons? Have have you filled up your vault with red-bordered weapons? or have you? No, I, I... Once a week, I'll go. I'll load up Shirochi and just take all the red borders in the Shirochi and get them all done in maybe an hour. Why don't you just dismantle them? I know it's you get less stuff from it. That's why the more that you the more that you get the red borders to drop, they're just and let's face it, these aren't even red borders that you can craft. They're just red bordered weapons. You could dismantle it and get like a third of the cost, but it just maxes out really quickly. Yeah, you, I, I, you just made your own point because you don't get as much. And when you craft as many weapons as I do, because I do craft a lot of raid weapons, you need as much a, currency as you can get. 
How many crafted weapons? Because the demon's got twenty eight. I've got thirty one crafted weapons in my vault. See? How many? I, how many crafted I'll weapons do you have? Just, just out of curiosity. All right, let me show you. I, you, you, you can, can do it. No, it's just put crafted it, into dim, and it'll tell yeah. you. Is colon crafted? It'll tell you just the total of the, in the search bar, so you don't have it's to count crafted. them. But that's what I'm saying is that things like this, they need if they take the cap away from the what you have to like the the crafting cap. Surely that would alleviate the pressure rather than just adding more deep sight weapons. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've got some in my vault now. Some of them are because they're actual, like Dim says, it's a good weapon. I should hang on yeah. to it. And, and and there are ones I'll go use, but I have some that I've just tossed in the vault going, you're fodder. Like, I'm at the cap for craftable. You know, I'm at the crafting materials cap, so I'm not going to just delete it and not get anything You from it. people drive me... We were having a... Me and PP Pants last night were having a conversation about you guys, right? P she P and P I... PP what? PP Pie. That's right. PP, I was playing with PP Pants a minute ago. <laughs> I just sent her a screenshot. I'm like, bro, is this your alternate account? Um, uh, But like, uh, yeah, she and I were talking last night about people like you. We, we're, we're poor when it comes to a lot of things. Now... Since I spent like all week doing um, Grand Masters, I have tons of shards and golf balls. I, I won't need those for at least another day or two, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you only have the hunter. I don't know where you're spending all of these things. <laughs> I yeah. have different well, armor well, well. sets for different things, dude. I told you. Um, do, do, do you. Do you not just like have armor sets? The D2 armor picker says this is where you get your triple hundreds and just reuse the same armor? Or are no, all your you rolls different because... enough? You, yeah, you because can. the roles are you different enough, can. because you need different perks. Like, like for one set, you might need an arm perk that is only void, and for another set, you might need an arm perk that only falls on an arc. Right. So different things, different armor sets, bro. Right. So I have at least at least four different armor sets minimum. That's it. But the thing is, when when I get to the point of actually getting it's minimum. <laughs> the the deep sight weapon to drop that I can then dismantle to then I can go to the crafting table. I've got enough to craft that weapon, play with that weapon, and by the time I've got all the red borders to drop and I've dismantled them, I'm back up to the max. I then am able to then go and do another one. There's no issue with doing that. I d that's what I don't. Yeah, understand. but are you are you getting enhanced perks or just regular perks? Well. I'm because you only get the regular perks to start off with, so you don't get any of the enhanced stuff until you. Uh -huh. kind of well, when you started crafting enhanced mm -hmm. perks, tell me how easy it is to just go back and recraft it when you're done. Well, I'm I'm not that worried at the moment because I'm not to that. Because you're not doing it. Yeah, again, that's why you guys have so many of these uh, again currencies because you're not using again those enhanced. How, how, many, how many enhanced perks are you recrafting? Like, like I put the ones on that are good on that weapon. I, I've only it's, changed, I think, one or two that I've leveled that up enough to have all the enhanced perks on. Oh, there's there's a bunch that I use. Okay, just just on me right now. Just on me. Uh, I have enhanced no, ambitious assassin, no, enhanced no, 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 reaction, no, 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 enhanced firefly, enhanced not, dragonfly. I'm not you know? listening. I'm not saying I don't use the enhanced perks. I'm saying how often do you change the enhanced perks? I'm not. I have it's, enhanced. It's not perks a matter of changing them. It's a matter of getting another weapon that now you need to enhance again. Okay, but then again, that comes back to the point of the cap. Like with the Ascendant Alloy, you're capped at 10 for that. Why are you capped at 10 for that? Why are you capped at 80 for the Resonance Alloy? What is all that? What yeah. is that about? Those are the things that... Yeah, you, and then you, you can't get stacks of it. Once you're capped, you're just capped. The Resonant, the resonant yeah. Alloy isn't too bad because when you even dismantle 
legendary weapons you get those two drops so there's there's not an issue with that it's the ascendant alloys which are the things that if you do the tier three on the leviathan of that tier three boss you do get a chance for that to drop you get those ones from banshee if you if you rent get to rank 16 you can buy one from rahul each week for like 400 shards but things like that that's where having a red bordered weapon if you dismantle it that doesn't decrypt into an ascendant alloy ascendant alloys are from doing kind of the high-end stuff or purchasing right yep from the or getting from the vendors that's the things that are causing the issue not the red bordered weapons the red bordered weapons maxed well, out again until of... you start crafting raid weapons then the raid currency comes becomes an issue well, too right yeah well yeah. You know, i mean all the currencies do i mean i think it's like I, I can go and i can play the game and i can break down or well, level well, you don't get a lot the, the problem with of... the raid currency is it takes x amount of currency to to put on an enhanced perk but each time you dismantle a weapon you get god is it like one one or two and you need 10 okay the harmonic you alloy know? is what you're talking about yeah and yeah you get one for just dismantling a legendary weapon from the raid so and you and you need you are, 10 per enhanced perk but if you're playing the raid and you're getting the weapons then you've got enough currency because you if you're no getting way, weapons because the raid no might way. give you nothing but armor for okay. a run you know but then and you, you can do buy have one chance. weapon at the end <laughs> if you're doing if you're doing the farming and you're getting your spoils you can go to that in chest and you can purchase like three or four weapons and just dismantle them and it'll give you that alloy so we're right back to our looter shooter being our looter shooter again mm -hmm. yeah but that that again that that's that's if if you've got enough currency there's that word again to be able to buy that many weapons at the end of the raid yes but what they're saying is the red if you go through a raid being one raid will give you enough to just be short of buying one okay i think you need 20 and a run through a raid gives you 18 so what they're saying here isn't necessarily to the standard player these are for people like you that are holding the deep sight weapons from or just having raid weapons in their vault because they're capped out on the uh, residence or whatever it's called from the raid one can't remember what it's called now the Harmon uh, harmonic alloy yeah. yeah so these are harmonic alloy weapons or it once you dismantle it it'll give you the harmonic alloy because it's a raid weapon that's the reason because you're capped out at that you can't then go any further with that again raise the cap raise the cap bungee right. oh i agree yeah. with that 100 percent yeah, I'm, but, I'm with you. Raise the cap. Let me play the game. Let me let me get all of my currencies, and then let me go craft or recraft my 15 weapons that I want to go touch. Yes. You know, you know, you know. I've spent the time to level these, you know, six weapons up to have the enhanced perks on them. Let me go do that all at once, as opposed to getting part of the way through and then going, well, I'm out of currency again. Now I have to go either trash, you know, trash more weapons to get more currency, play more things to get. I mean, I, again, I understand it's a looter shooter. That's what they want me to do. But if I've done a lot of that. Don't make me manage how much of that I'm, you know, how much slaughtering I'm doing to earn the materials to then go use the materials. Let me slaughter till my heart's content and then go build build the guns to go back out and slaughter again. I do agree with their next point, which is deep sight weapons must be equipped for full currency extraction, causing friction with loadouts. That does cause an issue. A bit like the issue of having to wear a festival mask and going doing grandmasters mm -hmm. or trials or things that you kind of regularly do that you still need to get the candy to get to the end of the thing anyway bypassing that 
<laughs> the goal of this was so that players would try out weapons that they normally wouldn't use uh, to make the currency feel earned. Uh, it's somewhat of a byproduct of our original multi-currency perk system. Uh, while this is nice to have, we'd like all players to want to try new weapons for other reasons, not just earn crafting currencies. So when you put bounties into the game, going and saying, go and do it with this weapon, it's, and then telling people that they then need to do deep sight weapons with a, a very similar kind of role, it, it's not working. Make the weapons better, and then people might want to use them, Bungie. That's the only thing I can think of. Or what give me mean? bounties, or give me bounties to do that require a deep sight weapon. Say, go run this with deep sight weapons equipped. Oh no, you're at no, or, 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 no. Or, I disagree. Or, That's a well, whole different bag of worms, dude. Well, 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 no, I'm saying, I'm saying, if Bungie's goal is to want us to try out different things, then give me a reason to do it. Give me, you know, you want me to use yeah, this give you double this reasons red to do it and double rewards for kind of doing it. If you yeah, complete exactly. this bounty with this weapon, it'll automatically complete the. Okay, with the weapon, yes. Whatever. I thought he meant like a red border version of that weapon. It's like, no. so you, now you're telling me I have to go RNG a red border well, to well, do this well, bounty? Well, no. Well, well, no. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. If I'm saying if Bungie wants us to use the red bordered weapons as an excuse to go try out new things, I'm saying if I get a red border weapon to drop, then give me a bounty to go do things with that red border weapon. I'm not saying I have to go oh, find you mean red as it drops, weapons. they give you a bounty as it drops. Right, like, like as it drops. Oh, okay. If I have it in my, you know, if I have it in my inventory, then let me go. You know, if I have a, if I have a red bordered Riptide for say, in my inventory, let me go over to Shax and have him say, oh, like I see you have a red bordered weapon. Go play Crucible matches and get kills with this red border weapon. When you when you finish it, come back and I'll give you a treat in addition to the materials from that red border weapon completion. You know, give me, you know, Bungie has never been good about saying, here's an event going on, go play this event. Here's bounties that synergize with that event. It's Arc right. Week, everybody. Go put your void loadout on and go kill things. Oh, I hate that. What? It's like, you know, you want me to use a vo the red border weapon when, you know, you can see when I have a red border weapon in my inventory. Give yeah. me bounties for the red, you know, it, and I'm not saying it is, it is a riptide bounty. I'm saying you have a red border weapon at all. Go say, put this on and, you know, get kills with it, complete activities with it, whatever it is. Give me bounties to do with those red border weapons that show up when I have a red border weapon on me. That would give me a reason, you know, give me some practice, give me some XP, give me something else out of it. That would give me a reason to actually use any of these red border weapons I get as opposed to deleting them immediately or infusing them immediately because I just don't care enough to go use them to enough to you know fully fill them up to rip the materials out of. I'll just wait for the next and one to drop and, and rip that about one out stacks. too. Talking about stacks, what's the deal with giving you a stack of one when it comes to mementos? Right? I did so many freaking um, GMs this week, and I got one memento to drop. Yeah, and I was like, dude, WTF? And he goes, yeah, you right. can't get another one until you've used yeah. the one you have. I'm like, what? Yeah, go, go put it in a weapon. Yeah. Yeah, but like... I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, why would a stack uh, of one? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know? completely agree with you, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, all the materials give us the ability to have more of them. Period, full stop. Yeah, and I think the other thing with I know they're saying deep sight weapons, but it's also to do with the crafted weapons. The, the deep sight weapons, I haven't got an issue with kind of getting done and completed as much to you know complete them and maybe put them in the vault for like the currency, like they're saying. But it's the crafted weapons that are the things that take so long 
to get up to level 16 to get mm-hmm. them fully unlocked to be fully crafted disagree uh, no you're not doing it right yeah but i don't if want do- to go to shirochi and spend the day <laughs> efficiently yeah. But it's yeah, so yeah no, but it's so dumb i, I don't, don't want to go in the no room you know it's funny it also depends on the on the on the perks that you can get if you can get one that's got firefly you're done with that gun at level 20 in like 30 minutes Yes, or I could what just I'm go saying play is, the game. Okay, I don't. I haven't got Fallout level time to play, and okay. go and stand at Shirochi for the two hours that I'm able to jump on for that evening. I've got like an you hour. You know, you have I that know, checkpoint all week, right? Yes. Yeah, but, but I'm going to stand at the wall. I've got to enter the thing. I've got to get there. That's at least ten minutes of my time gone. Whereas I could sure. have done something like a Haunted Lost Sector. I could have done two of those. Yeah. yeah, but that's going to give you a lot less. Do you, do you, and now, you, and now you're I'm fighting with thinking, other people for these kills too. Yeah, but I'm not time. thinking about leveling up that weapon. I'm getting on to play the game like oh, okay. average people yeah. do. They haven't got the times to go and stand at Shirochi like the streamers do. I, it's I, just, can th- I can think of nothing more boring than going into a room over and over and over again killing things. I can think of... Uh, that's the entire game you play, Parody. But it's different rooms. No, but no, but it's different rooms. It's different activities. I can go play Gambit. I can go play Strikes. Going to one room and doing the same encounter over and over and over and over again. No. Never in a million years. I mean, there's even some go variety play to the Gambit. The game. You have different opponents. You have different enemies sometimes. It's a, it, there are... It, it slightly changes each time that you play the game. So you just never know what you're going to get. Sure, sure. You, you walk into a room, you tether, you shoot, you blah, 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 blah. You die, you plant, your flag, you go back again. It's like mind-numbingly boring. Uh, sorry, I, why is the Titan talking about tether? Excuse me? <laughs> because that's the efficient way to kind of do Shiro Chi. You have to do it on the Hunter. Fallout yeah, Fallout told uh-huh. me. Yeah, I, I can think of, again, if that's what you want to do, great, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to. No. I'm just going to say I will never do that. Yeah, but no, I mean, if you if your goal, if your goal is to level up the weapons, like you have a ton of red weapons, and it is your goal to level them up, yeah, put them all on your person, drag yeah. your butt into Shirochi. I mean, because because even with special and heavy weapons, you have a flag that you can plant, boom, right there, you know. So yeah, if you just want to play the game, sure, I, I agree with both of you. It, it sucks if you just want to play the game. Now you got to level up these weapons while fighting with other people to get kills before they kill the thing that you need for your weapon. Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, but like you know, at the same time, but you can also just say zero tree and wipe it out in an hour or so. All I'd of you even weapons. say that farming the encounter like zero tree is very efficient method for leveling. While this can be fun for some, it is tedious and provides no useful benefit to the player or the encounter. There are no yeah. methods for increasing a weapon's level outside of equipping it. So, as mentioned in our sandbox Q and A, crafted base raid weapons outclass adept raid weapons. And they want to maintain the value of adept weapon reward drops from master raid content. Yeah. Well, remember D one. Remember D one. We I had the weapon leveling system, but we had a currency that we could also choose. You could either Most a light. go level yeah. up the weapon, or b there was a currency that you could Most artificially level up the weapon. Most huh? of light. Most that, of light. Yeah. That. But what I'm suggesting is, you do a bounty that says do a bounty for this specific gun, and it will give you. X amount towards a deep site once you kind of complete it. Sure. That way you could kind of say it, it says a fusion rifle, we get like 20 fusion rifle kills. Once you, you know, have done that, you put on your deep site weapon and you've completed it, 
you, you push the button it says you know complete you've got your xp it also then completes a bar of your that deep sight weapon or the amount of deep sight weapons that you've got on there so you could go off around the system play the game as much as you like save all your bounties up then equip your your deep sight weapons pop all your bounties and there you go you've got progress towards doing it it's exactly the same way as that worked in destiny so, one so you, you just would... want to be able to level them up without equipping them that that's your complaint you don't want to have to equip no them i haven't them. said that i'm just saying that it would make another way for people to level them up people that go off and do their bounties and things could get progress for not actually having the weapons equipped uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah Bung- bungie is saying this, this is the problem there's no other yeah. way to do this other than putting them on yeah I don't really they, view that as a problem because even some some encounters like a okay what what was the encounter that we were farming that gives you you run it twice and then you've already got a level up on your weapon and all you had to do was run the encounter twice. Uh, God, what was that, man? Team Scorch the Crucible. <laughs> yeah, we both know <laughs> I don't go into Crucible, so that ain't it. It takes more than two, <laughs> but that's another no-brain way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, there's um, there's an event. Or there's a lost sector or something you can go in and you go through it twice and you've got a level on your weapon. It gives you like fifty two percent to your weapon every time or forty eight or some some nonsense something like that. Yeah, so go do that and farm exotics way better than standing in a room and <laughs> tethering enemies. Yeah, at least you're trying to get anyway. exotics and you get enhancement cores at the end or prisms or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyway, to address these points, the team is actively working on some changes coming with Lightfall. So <gasps> not Christmas, February time. Get this in your mind, February. Lightful, lightful February. Christmas? What? No. <laughs> what you say, Christmas? I heard While it. these changes are being developed, <laughs> tested, and finalized, we wanted to share our list of goals for some strategies behind them. So the goal is to reduce deep sight weapon hoarding. The strategy is include alternate ways to earn deep sight currency. Goal: reduce bad luck protection in weapon recipe unlocking. Strategy to provide opportunities within the crafting system to allow users to deterministically choose what weapon to target. Goal, reduce loadout stress. Strategy, reduce players' incentive to equip and sub-optimize deep sight or crafted weapons. The next goal is improve the value of weapons rewards from Master Raid content. And the strategy, as mentioned in the Sandbox Q&A, gives the new Lightfall Raid Adept Weapon access to enhanced perks. Note that this is not going to be the full freeform crafting. Squirrel! A question. I thought you said that they fixed the issue where pages weren't transforming. Do you have a mask yeah. on? Yeah. Yes, they have. I think. Uh, yeah, I have the drifter. <laughs> yeah. I had to, to check. But yeah, no, I'm wearing the drifter face. Yeah. Did you complete the initial quest line? Of course. No, the, the pages Are... were transforming at one point in time. But last night, me and PP Pipe did a few of the uh, the lost sector. The, the did mission. you wait until the end until it said mission complete? Yes, yes, we did. Because that's the yeah, and I got one page. I lost uh, fifteen of the pages and only got one of them to transform. How do you lose fifteen pages? It's not like a book you threw over the edge. Where did you lose them? No, by because it was supposed to be transforming from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And they were removing them, them from my inventory like they were transforming them, but I wasn't getting them. I, they fixed the issue overall, but they did say, if you're still seeing issues, try these like six things in the 12 last week. Oh, fudge. I just heard that they fixed it. <laughs> got it. In the near term, we do want to give players a heads up starting in Lightfall, February, after Christmas. 
weapons that cannot be crafted will no longer have the red border. So only deep sight weapons will have that red border. This will help us to achieve our goal of reducing deep sight weapon hoarding and help alternative uh, help alleviate some stress on your vaults. Players who currently have these weapons in their inventory should complete their deep sight objectives and extract their resonance elements before February 28th to avoid loss of resonance elements. So they're forcing you to use the currency that you're hoarding now that you're hoarding because you don't want to you uh, yeah so so craft all the weapons you can craft before then so at least yes. you have it laying around so do what you were gonna do before we change it in february basically. you don't have to craft the weapons you just have to get the currency from the red border yeah but that's what they're saying just do what you're gonna do and still hoard them up until february yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah. yeah okay you yeah so yeah, so so they're going to give us some other way to earn the currency because they're taking away the fact that random things can drop with the red border that you then can't craft, which is mm -hmm. confusing and dumb. So good. Good changes. We have but good news. We have Stadia important. and Destiny 2 updates. Yeah. So Stadia has an know, update? No, yeah. that... Destiny has an update. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, it does. The update okay. is, is going down. for the. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> has down, that changed? Down, 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 down. down. <laughs> So as you know, January 18th, um, Stadia goes away. So at this time, Bungie says, all players who have their main characters on Stadia, so that means if you created your, if you started playing Destiny 2 on Stadia, that was your first platform, you should absolutely set up cross-save with another platform so you don't lose access to those characters on January 18th. Hey, there so, you go. First off, set up cross-save on your Stadia right now before January 18th, or you are going to lose that character forever and there is no way to get it back. Yeah, this Guardian's Ghost is going away. Stadia players who enable cross-save will be able to use your character on linked platforms after the Stadia shuts down. So if you have a, if you have a Xbox, if you have a PlayStation, if you play on PC, you know, link it to whatever, you know, one or more, you can link it to all of those platforms if you want to. If you're like, I'm going to buy something come Christmas, I don't know what it's going to be, link it to all those platforms then no matter what you're playing on, it'll be available. So absolutely enable cross-save before January 18th. Otherwise, if you do not do this, on January 19th, you will lose access to your character, your items, your emblem, your Bungie.net account, all of your Eververse purchases, and your access to season passes. After January 18th, players on Stadia should not ever deactivate cross-save for any reason Doing so will result in a complete loss of characters. Ooh. So if you if you started now if you started the game on Stadia, turn on cross save, set up cross save to something else, and never turn it back off again. Now, now that sounds misleading. L look right there what you said. You'll lose access to your DL to your to everything. Yeah, but yes. before you had to buy DLC for the for the platform now. You might be able to access the gear that you've got from DLC that you don't have on that platform. But like, and I know this because this happens to me and Micah all the time because he owns all the stuff on Xbox and almost none of it on PC, right? Mm -hmm. So when I go to start an activity on PC, even though he's got it on Xbox, it says he needs to buy it again on PC. Right. From what you just said, it sounds like if you, if you cross save with Stadia, the DLC goes with you. That's what it sounds like. No. What they're saying is that at the moment you just need to cross save 
and they will work out the final details for you that have bought it on Stadia, at, but hopefully by January. So right, that, but he yes, says if you don't, you'll lose the... access to, and one of the things he said you right. lose access to is the DLC. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, because you've, you've, I don't know how, I don't, on Stadia, I don't know if you're buying it on, if you can buy the DLC on Stadia, if that comes released on Stadia. My yes. demon, do you happen to know off offhand if you're if, you, if you're subscribed to Stadia, do you just get the new content, or do you are you paying extra for the seasons? You, you and the pay season extra passes? for the seasons, right? So okay, so you're buying them and on the Stadia just like you silver, will on Xbox you, or PC. It's the same with silver. If you purchase silver on that uh, platform, it's only on that platform. So I think Bungie have kind of got to work out how to get the Stadia stuff from that platform over onto another platform, which is why they need you to cross save onto another platform. And I did hear people say that Steam is probably the best one to kind of link it to for now would, yeah. because it's free. You don't have to buy like an Xbox or PlayStation. I mean, you could probably sign up for an Xbox Live account and do it that way if you wanted to, or a PlayStation account and that way. But Steam was probably be, if you're using like Stadia, it's probably the next best thing. Sign up for a Steam account and link it there and then, and, you know, download if you can. Uh, Destiny on PC. Yeah, yeah. And one thing, one thing they don't say is, is you know, I assume you don't need to be playing the game on those consoles. So yeah, if you're like, I have a, I have a laptop, it's not going to be able to run Destiny. You know, if you set up the cross save, that basically in in the cloud of Stadia to the cloud of Bungie, that allows your character to live on and be safe. You don't need to be playing the game on the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Steam, Epic Games Launcher, whatever. You don't need to be playing it on that cross-save platform yet. You just need to set up the cross-save so when Google turns their servers off, it doesn't turn off your Guardian as well. And then, yeah, the, you know, Bungie has said and is saying, we're working on a better long-term solution, and they do have a whole cross-save guide linked here in the TWAB. If you're going, that's great, how do I do any of this? They set up how to set, you know, walk you through how to set this up, where to do it to, and just make the point of never, ever turn it off again. Because now, now if you started, now... If you're if you're sitting here panicking, going, oh no, what's what's gonna happen? What do I need to do? If you started playing this game on PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, and also play on Stadia, you've cross saved from one of these other places to the Stadia. You need to do nothing. You need to take no action. You can ignore all of this talk. This is just for players who started playing Destiny Two on Stadia, and that is where they first created their character and bought their content. And bungee bounties are back. Are we excited Yay. for bungee bounties? No. You you can get an emblem. What is a bungee bounty? Oh, is that where you have to like go find a streamer and, and fight them in PvP? Yeah, it is. Uh, but more than just PvP, because PvP, as people have pointed out, is gonna be real tricky if it's skill-based matchmaking and you're not in their same skill bracket. I thought so, I thought this 12 said that they canceled skill-based matchmaking. It sure did not. Oh. People have said it, but Bungie has not said it. Ah. Bungie has said they're looking at it. And they're tweaking it. Like they said that they were going to do when they introduced it. I'll introduce you. <laughs> so when the Bungie bounties first formed, these primar primarily took place in PvP activities. And for this go, we're opening the funnel just a little bit. So starting November 1st, we'll be hosting Bungie bounties across multiple game modes. Player versus player, player versus enemy, player versus enemy versus player. Sadly, no player versus map. Very disappointing. <laughs> Versus, uh, that's every uh, that's in the raids dude you mm -hmm. haven't been to the raids yet but yes there is a player versus map there's a player versus mechanic there's a player versus bungee spaghetti code 
it exists. We, we turned in we turned a raid into a player versus player activity by three and a half manning it. So I mean, you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. So there'll be a little bit of crucible, some strikes, some gambit, and even a bit of seasonal content for you to engage in. If you you know, they're even looking to have some bounties take place in the haunted law sectors. So there's a whole list of people. Basically, you know, the gist of this is there's a whole list of people in different activities and different time zones and dates. If you happen to match with one of these people, and I know in PvP they did it where if you're if you're team one that you got a copy of this lovely bungee bounty emblem that looks like sort of an Olympic game style. You know, yeah. it's got the rings, got the bungee logo, got a big nice sword across the top. It's like the red, red, white, and blue logo, or nice. red, red, white, and blue color scheme. So, you know, the, the rules are a little bit a little bit different because again, PVE activities and PvP PvEVP activities are now in the game. Gambit. Uh T Rex is talking to you about letting letting the people know that your silver will not transfer over from Stadia to anywhere else, though. If you That's, have silver, spend it. We yeah, we did say that. Yeah. Did you? But, yeah. Uh-huh. Everything. Everything. So if you're if you're saying I would like a bungee bounty, I, I've got time to play during the day randomly. So how it's gonna work is if you're on the same team, you're tasked with helping the bungee or I'm sorry. If you're on the same team, you're tasked with helping our bounty achieve victory. If you're matched against them, you need to try your hardest to defeat them in battle. And if you're in a PvE activity, you just must complete the activity to be eligible for the emblem. So that's it. So just do the thing. So there's a whole schedule we're not going to read to you because really you're going to have to look at this and figure out in your time zone in your country where and when this is. But basically on November 1st, there's a nice combination of Vanguard Ops, Catch Crash, Haunted Law Sectors, Control. And that runs from 5 a.m. Pacific time to 7 p.m. Pacific time. So the whole day. So night demon, that's 12 UTC to 2 UTC for you. So way late in the evening if you can get on and stink some time. Yeah, I'll try. And then and then run. Do they not have European versions of this? Well, that's the thing. They they don't. Well, they've listed the players by their bungee tag. So it's like the first person is Tuxedo Pound zero seven five seven. I don't know what or where this person plays. So you're gonna have to go. And some of these people they've linked their Twitch.tv pages, and some they haven't. So. I don't know where it, it just has time frames and the activity. So, and if they're looking on speed. console or PC or any, right? Yeah. So it's exciting. You're gonna have to go find them. So yeah. So November first, second, and third, there's a bunch of bounties. There's a whole list of the top. If you're interested in trying to hunt down one of these people and match them in something, and either beating them, losing to them, or helping them through a PVE activity, you two can get a bungee bounty and. Have a nice, pretty emblem they will deliver to you sometime into the future. And they do make a note to say habitually quitting activities during these bounty timeframes can result in disqualification. So if you were playing with them and you left before it said the mission was complete at the end, you're going to get disqualified. You can't moan about not getting the bounty, not getting the emblem. You know, it says leaving matches, leaving many matches can also result in your account being suspended from activities, as Whammy. many players have found out. So yep, remember, don't leave. Cru- don't leave until they tell you you can leave. Wow, now, am I being detained? You are. <laughs> now they did say, they did say. Oh no, okay. There is, there is one. Let's see. There is one gambit. Two. Okay, now there's two, two gambits on November second. I was gonna say they said gambit, but I don't see it in that list. So yeah, gambit they stuck in the November second on PC. 
yeah, on PC only. So, Bombardier, come on, do better. So yeah. Well, I mean, is anybody else really playing Gambit? Come on. Uh, yeah. So respawn, (laughs) I am going to detain you, and I challenge you to a duel. Ah. Crime gaming update for this one. (laughs) Choose your weapon. Well, Uh, they don't even give you a weapon. Yeah, you can throw be, the. It's going to be a slap fight or something. Country centric Dawn exotic sparrow at me. Knives only. If you really felt like it. Or the Woomera B5 exotic ship. The Adonis exotic ghost shell. Or the dual like legendary emote. There you go. So you and how, how, do, how do we style. get these Prime Gaming bundles? Does anybody oh, know? Yeah, yeah. You just go have on. to link your Bungie account to your Amazon Prime account. And it's free! Is Amazon Prime free, though, or does that mean that your mum and dad... Prime is $140 a year, I think. So your mum and dad, who subscribe to Amazon Prime, that don't watch the channel, but use it for the delivery service, you could use their account and sign up and get free stuff from Bungie Mm in-game. Good. And if you do happen to have a Prime Gaming, you know, Amazon Prime and thus Prime Gaming, every month they will also give you a free Prime sub. So you could go to, say... Twitch.tv slash Two Titans and a Hunter or Twitch.tv slash No One Responds in Real Life. And you could use that Prime, that that subprime, Prime Sub, words are hard. Mm-hmm. You could for free sub to that channel for a month. Like some of us, you know, and, and it gives you, you know, one, one month of sub to that channel. So if there's a particular streamer you like mm-hmm. and, and maybe you're like, I'm tired of seeing the ads on their channel or I want to help them out and support them. Or if you're just like, I have this that I forget that I have. So periodically when I click into someone's stream and I see that button, I'll hit it and I can be like, yeah, I helped you out and get a thank you. And then they try to read your name and it's funny that way. You too can use that free prime sub just for your favorite Twitch streamer. If it wasn't for prime subs, I'd have no subs at all. (laughs) Yeah. And and, you sound like you deserve some candy a bit like crow. Crow. It It does. As long as one of our channels gets Get the currency. I don't care. I think at the moment only your channel can get the currency because we are not quite cool enough at twitch.tv slash two titan to the hunter. But if you go there and follow us, maybe one day we can be cool and we can have subscriptions too. So then the next time we drag a 10 year old saxophone player kicking and screaming through a raid, you too can, can toss us a couple bits for our efforts. I don't think right. he was kicking and screaming. I think he was just... Oh, he was kicking and screaming, just not negatively. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure we were the ones screaming and he was yes. just kicking it with his saxophone. <laughs> no, it was in Jurassic Park, that's right. <laughs> so there have been some spooky bugs popping up at Festival of the Lost. Spectral pages, as Respawn has pointed out, have gone missing. Deceased weapons are rising from the grave and more. Player support has the latest on what's been fixed, what we're still trying to exercise from the game. This is their report. So they do have a workaround for converting pages. So respawn. If you're still having issues converting your spectral pages into manifested pages, you should 1. Obtain the gone but not forgotten quest from Eva Levante in the tower. I already finished it. Two, are you wearing the Masquerader's Helm with a festival mask? Yes. Excellent. Do you have at least three free spaces in your character's inventory? No, I have two. That's where well, you're going to need at least three free least spaces three? in your inventory. And I'm guessing in, you know, in the section there oh, where all of, your, okay. all of your currencies sit and live. I don't know why you need three. I guess one to have the one... One to have the first page, one to have the second page, it, and some room like for that, that transformation to happen. 
Yeah, yes, it's like the exactly. proverb with getting the scorpion across the pond with the frog and going on people's backs. Or is it the goat and the, the It the was the scorpion the on the frog. Yes. I guess yeah, no, you had it right the first time. Yeah. And fourth, do you have spectral pages in your inventory prior Absolutely. to the haunted law <laughs> sector? So yes, so three spaces. Not to one, not to yeah. two, but three spaces. Yeah, before I deleted my umbral key, I only had two. I have three now, but this whole time I only had the two. Okay, so all right, fair yeah, enough. So, you, so, so that is probably where your pages went, and probably where other people are also having problems because you would think I need, I have two spaces for these, but nope, you need that third space for the conversion. Gotta have it, man. Now, if it. they st if you've done these things and your pages are still not converting, you may need to clear their consoles or PCs game cache, complete a strike, or obtain more spectral pages. So I'm not sure. By a strike. I'm not sure why what completing a strike has to do with this, but maybe that's you know like like getting that maybe there's something that's not completed and if you complete a strike it'll give you that completion yeah. of activity. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Code. Yeah. Turn things off and on again. Run a strike or um, get more spectral pages. So yeah. Did they use the Windows? Is this is 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 Destiny Windows embedded? <laughs> goodness and then after you do those things you can complete a haunted lost sector note that not all your spectral pages will be converted into manifested pages but some of them should be and you should be able to actually have them afterwards is it a one for one do you have to use like two spectrals for one or the other one like are one they for one for one transformations one for one yeah that's what i thought so next tuesday november 1st when our bungee bounty start we're also getting hot hot picks 6.2.5.2 it's going to be released, you guessed it, 9 a.m. Pacific in the morning. 45 <sighs> minutes later, the game gets kicked offline. 15 minutes after that, the hotfix rolls out across all the platforms and all the regions and all the land. And then we an get hour to find out it's broken. Yeah, an hour later, Destiny 2 Minions completes and uh, all your apps should come back online. Remember, when the game is offline, so too are the APIs and so too are all of your apps. So that is when you want to listen to your podcast and catch up on your YouTube watching for Destiny. Yes. And then we can tell you what's going to be broken when the game comes back online. Because right now, I can tell you the following things are broken. Certain shaders may apply textures incorrectly to pieces of Festival of the Lost mech-themed armor sets still. Once resolved, they will display differently on the armor sets. The Sundered Flesh shader applies coloring inconsistently across the gear. For some reason, a Season 16 emblem dropped from Week 10's Intended Authority Seasonal Challenge. It just wanted to be fancy. Yeah, sounds good to me. The all pages manifested message appears for all players upon entering the Lost Sector. This message is inaccurate and should only appear after completing the Lost Sector. Players are not losing any pages when the message appears, but you do still need to stay until the Lost Sector says your event is complete or you will not get credit and you will lose pages and you will be sad. Mm -hmm. And Super finally... Sad. The source of the retrograde Torer exotic ship is inaccurate. Those are what we know is broken. If you want to hold us at what's broken, the known issues article is linked to the show notes, or you can move on with life and not care because most of you do. And that's fine. <laughs> we don't judge. So the what retrograde Torah is the exotic ship that is available in Eververse. So I'm guessing it's saying that it's available somewhere else that you could probably get for free. But I do know it's coming up for Bright Dust next week if you do want that one. Which which ship is, is a retrograde tour? Is that the bus? It's the mystery. The bus machine. minivan one? Yeah. Mystery machine? Yeah, yeah. 
But we did get a hot fix this week, which was 6.2.5.1, where they fixed those things with the Iron Banner eruption that isn't happening until November 15th, I believe. I, I know it's I know it's not next week or the week after, it's the week after that. Yeah. They, they finished some seasonal things. things. Players were prevented from from picking up the the, the ships of the ship stealer relics in the helm. Mm-hmm. An issue where your week seven uh seasonal challenge shaper two was significantly harder to achieve than the other other challenges in order to gain your repute. They did fix an issue where players sometimes didn't teleport to reward locations after completing the final encounter of Rage and dungeons. They don't say where, but just in raids and dungeons generally. Yeah. Rage and dungeons uh, I think also we all were, know where. Yep. Rage and dungeons were not progressing the masked mayhem triumph for gilding the ghost rider seal. So if you're trying to do it there, it wasn't helping you out, but now it does. In your gameplay and investment, the enhanced repulsor brace was not stronger than the base perk. Now it is. And it's a good thing they fixed the mindbenders and ambition adept that wasn't dropping with two perks in the left trait column. Because it's coming up again, and it needs to work this time. Mm-hmm. They fixed an issue where the Arbalest Electromagnetic Execution Ornament would flicker under some conditions, which I really think it should, just to make that weapon a little harder to use. They did reduce the number of the Hellas ones needed to defeat in the Haunted Lost Sectors for the One of Many Triumph, which I believe Night Demon told you earlier, the number was 15, now the number is 12. So you need to get damage on 12 of the... No, no, you don't even need to get damage on them. It's as oh, long as don't the even team... Need I'm sorry. As long as the team get 12. You just, you just spawn that. 12 of them or more, and you will get credit. Mm-hmm. But good news, your Mance Macabre ship preview is now brighter. Good. I was sad about that. Yeah. And, and if you have the Festival Lost event card, the fiction issue where the purchase tooltip button and the upgrade dialogue was missing its ticket explanation text. Very important. The image with the instant reward icon of the bold Chapolo... Yep. The bold Chapaloose Sparrow on the event card upgrade dialogue was incorrect. Was using incorrect dies. They did not fix my issue to read these words, but they did fix an I issue with the automatic... Week, so nobody knew that you had issues. You've, you've now highlighted you have issues with it. Well, no, because I fixed an issue. No, The image of the instant <laughs> no, reward icon of the bold Chapaloose <laughs> Sparrow on the event card upgrade dialogue were using incorrect dies. And fixed an issue where the automatic transmission event card challenge was rewarding the Macabre sniper rifle instead of the Braytech werewolf auto rifle. Good. So that's what they fixed. That's what they broke. And, and the reason I, I decided we, we <sighs> should go to the hot fix and tell people about that is because we're going to bypass all the movies of the week and all the art of the week because I don't want to trigger a rant that is going to last six hours about mech armor. So we're just bypassing that. If you want to go and check out all the mech stuff, in the twelve, it is really nice, but respawn doesn't want to hear about it. So sorry, he doesn't want to be a spooky, scary skeleton. But no. I do appreciate Lego and Ascendant Nomad doing their macabre sketch, which I enjoyed this week that they have in the twelve. And the drifters mm-hmm. there, which so most of you are just going to scroll right by him anyway. And uh, wow, yeah. show him yeah. some love. You know, when we were completing uh, one of these sir, missions, sir, we thank the drifter, and he goes, sir. "Wow." I don't hear that nearly enough. You see, the drifter feels bad, man. He has feelings too. You don't have to tell me to thank the drifter. I gilded my drifter dredging title for the sixth time this season, way early on, and was mocked. And was mocked in the raid for it. So don't don't but, tell me. But, I have do, to you, thank the but do you thank him for it though? Do you thank him? We mocked you because you were obviously in the wrong uh-huh. activity. You should be backing Gambit, not doing raids. Well, I'm back in Gambit, but we couldn't we couldn't bring six people <laughs> on the Gambit. 
we tried to bring four people in the game, but it was it was routinely shouted down. So yes, you. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that thing. Y'all want to play Gambit? He goes, "Nope, I'm out." I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Did not sign up for this. I, I, I will, sh- I will strip of this ten year old child through this raid until I'm blue in the face. But Gambit and Crucible, absolutely not. Yeah, that's his limit, right? And you know what people <laughs> have <laughs> signed up to here? Respawn's report roundup. All right, first things first. For episode one nine to seven. We have Destiny Overview. I've never seen that before at Destiny Overview. Reminder, these weapons are leaving their loot pools by the end of the season. You got to catch them all. We are losing duty-bound auto rifle, the Silicon Neuroma sniper rifle, the Reed's Regret from Trials, the Aisha's Embrace. The Reed's Regret is the linear fusion. Yeah. The Aisha's Embrace is a sniper? Scout rifle. Scout rifle. Sorry. And from the Iron Banner, you use, you're losing the Reese, Reese Walker shotgun and the Forge's Pledge pulse rifle. If you don't get them, you won't get them. Okay. This one is from Lucky. He says, future nerf coming to Arbalest and Lorenz Driver, but they will not be disabled. Bungie confirms. Thoughts? He's referring to Cool Guy and DMG's conversation. How likely is a PP? How likely is a PvP only disable of Arbalest and Lorenz? DMG says, at this time, we are not considering a PvP disable for these weapons. While we are aware of some perceived balance issues and have some changes actively being worked on, flinch, aim assist cones, etc., we only look to disabling pieces of gear when they are impacted by severe bugs, right? So basically these weapons right now, there are problems in PvP because skilled players use them to their fullest potential, right? If you're, for example, Parody and you put on a Lorenz driver, it, it has some aim assist for you, right? But Parody is not going to be as efficient as using this as like, like a high-end game. Now like you a high-end put Parody in a corner. Well, I'm just saying, he's whatever, he, right? To be fair, in general, in a, a casual player using parity as an example, it's not going to be as good with the Lorenz driver or the Arbalest as these guys are. And when these guys are good with it, they are extremely good with it because it also, it's a skill gap, and then the weapon itself has... has um, One-hit kill potential, so it's very hard to come back. Yes, one-hit kill potential and a lot of tracking, a lot of aim assist, right? So in the hands of a good player, it's incredibly deadly. So that this is there, there's really no balance. Is well, there's a balance issue if you're a good player, but as far as these weapons go, it's just people are better with them than anything else, and the weapons themselves make it easier to be better with them. Yeah. Is the problem easier to use and hard to combat? And I do, I did appreciate it because DMG also laid out when they sort of say like game breaking or severe bugs, he says, Here's sort of what those are, <clears throat> right? Uh, moving on, uh, when I say severe, this usually falls into the category of game breaking. Infinite ammo, progression blockers, friendly damage, things like that. Uh, Hunters giving Titans infinite overshield, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We hope to have additional information on future tuning within the next few weeks. Until then, stay tuned for updates. You know what? That was actually kind of a fun bug. Because just think of it. That that is something that a hunter would do. It's like, all right, Titan, I'm going to give you this overshield. You be my human shield. (laughs) I'll just snipe them while you... Why you run at them intimidatingly, right? Apply the meat shield perk. And, and 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 now really you can do the same thing by just saying you run with your juggernaut shield, 
I'm going to be invisible with my Dear Falcon and murder yeah. everybody before they even see me, which is the current Crucible meta. Yeah. Visibility. Yeah. Well, the, that you know why that armor piece is making Crucible worse, right? It's not the invisibility part. Oh, it is. No, it it, it absolutely is the invisibility part. It's because not. You it's can, not because you, you can go in this. You can go in this anyway. When did you last step into the Crucible? Well, what I'm telling you is it's not the invisibility. You could go invisible before <laughs> this came out. The invi- the, it's the damage buff else. when you come out of invisibility. Right. That's no, the no, problem. No, no. With no, a fusion not. rifle, with a shotgun, yeah. with an anything. With, I've got you a video be looking... for you in the show notes in yeah. a minute. Candy what? Cakes told me this is the new meta and he's not wrong. <laughs> right. You no, I'm not saying it's not the meta, but the invisibility isn't the problem. It's what happens when you stop being invisible. No, no. The invisibility is also the problem in a game where you're trying to find where people are and you cannot. I don't see that as a problem. Is absolutely also <laughs> part of the problem, not part of the solution. Carry I, on, I, sir. Carry on, sir. Uh, I don't see it's a problem. Uh, Reese, Shaper 2 and Shaper 3 reduced to 1 down from 3. Oh, I like that. That's funny. And to it's say. retroactive as well. Yeah. And, yeah. And which one was that? Because that was a, its own slog. That, that one was. The, it says level 10 shaped weapons and level 20 shaped weapons, but what I think it should mean is level. A shaped weapon to level twenty and yeah. level ten on the weapons. I've done that. How come I didn't get those? Oh, maybe I didn't. I just didn't see. Okay. Anyway, pumpkin, pumpkin. Oh, I get the reference. Do you, have you guys watched Soul Eater, the anime? No. You, okay. You, you know, you know the answer before you even ask the question. Come, on, it's a great anime. You should watch it. Anyway, there's a black cat on there who's actually a witch, and when she goes to cast magic, she says this. It's funny. Uh, PSA. Uh, you won't be able to hoard DSC weapons prior to next season to gain advanced pattern progress. You will need to farm them within the season that they become craftable. <gasps> yeah. So like Respawn told you, farm them now because they're good now, but you won't be able to hold them to get benefit for next season because they don't drop until next season. That's right. With the new, with the new lovely bits. First patch no, notes. No Starting in season things. 18, deep sight weapons that are required prior to the pattern becoming available will no longer output pattern progress. The deep sight weapons tooltip will indicate whether a pattern is available or not. Telesto report! Uh-oh. There's a Don't Telesto worry. t-shirt available in the Bungie store. Why do y'all poke the gods? Y'all are because, idiots. Because Leave I wanted to Telesto put a Telesto alone. shirt. That says zero days since last incident with a Telesto on it. I'm going to have a Telesto <laughs> ghost, a Telesto helmet, wear my Telesto shirt. I'm going to be using my Telesto in the raid, like my new hero Phoenix. I mean, that's, he showed me the light. That's how you do it. Oh, y'all are, y'all are, y'all. <laughs> Lucky says, if this tweet gets 10,000 likes, I'll stream 10 hours of Gambit while only playing Nickelback the entire time. First of all, you punishing yourself by playing Gambit is one thing. You punishing us by listening to Nickelback is an entirely different thing. He's only at 758 likes as we record, and this tweet went up 13 hours ago. Yeah. People of yeah. the internet, go to Lucky10P no. on Twitter and, and, and like Unless he's got it so that we, we cannot do the Nickelback, we don't need that. You can mute the stream. I just want him to play 10 hours of Gambit. <laughs> I feel he's trying to do a Fallout place. I think I, I think he's, he's trying to tread on the Fallout's territory. Oh, um, so I think we should punish him by making him play ten hours of Gambit for it. Yeah, yeah, with like the all Nickelback the years. I don't want to listen to ten hours of Nickelback. Let's, you don't have to. Uh-huh. But what he you could to. listen to, you don't have to, is me telling you some tips, tricks, guides, and builds. Dun, 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 dun. 
Tell me. Tell me about all the builds, the tips, the tricks, and the guides. Well, I was going to tell you that we have a couple of videos this week going over a few festival things. So if you are in entering the last oh. week and you haven't done anything, or you just need a few tips and or don't make mistakes like Ibontis did. We have Ibontis' video on Festival of the Lost Challenge Tips. We oh, also Jesus Christ. How to have fun in Destiny. I just saw this. I'm sorry. You have to have a guide on how to have fun in Destiny. No, you don't. You don't, but I'm saying if you need one, there's one for you. Yeah. If you need one! <laughs> Listen, we're, we're at the point of the season where people are all mopey about Destiny and blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. I'm feeling we're burnt not, out. We uh -huh. like it. No, okay, uh -huh. we don't do this professionally full time. But if you are, <laughs> there, there's help for you. <laughs> Okay. I also have yeah. the Scarrow 9 video on how to cheese the most annoying Scallywag seasonal challenge. So that is the mm -hmm. uh, Freebooter 2. So he has a video on how to do that. And we also have the video that I mentioned earlier where Time Sausage Gaming went and did the testing for you guys to tell you how many headless ones that you need. So go and watch that one just because I told you about it. But he needs the views because he's a good guy and puts out really good videos. And he calls so you all sausages, which is yes. just worth his weight in gold anyway exactly right. yeah time sausage gaming he, we're all his sausages i don't think i like that no you're, you're a sausage deal with it i've got a good so, one for you respawn uh, for from all the players the arc strider build that destroys grandmasters i've already been using that yeah plus three thousand two hundred sixty-one percent damage and he goes through all the build and uh, how to use it and he has a dim link, so if you want to kind of recreate the same build and load out, he's got it in the video. I'd Six be minutes ten. Bet I'm already rocking this. Who did this? All the players. The name it, was all the players. Yeah, okay. that will be all in our show them. notes. Oh, but if you want to farm God rolls and you're lazy, Fallout plays this week has a video for you, and he also has a myth busting part to it. So if you're listening to mm -hmm. other people going out there and telling you things that you should be doing with Festival of the Lost stuff. Ignore them because Fallout tells you it's rubbish. So go and watch that video on how to get Godroll armor because there are some good places to go and get some. And, you know, old places that could be, you know, you just kind of basically building up some uh, materials for that you could be using. So go and check mm -hmm, that one out. Mm -hmm. Eroar this week has done the best DPS, question mark, for Lord of the Wolves because it's actually crazy right now. So Eroar, as you might or might not know goes through and does weapon testing on like bosses and things and shows you how much the damage output is whilst using different things lord of the wolves this week because it had all those changes and in pve it's really good at the moment so there you go. there's all my uh, videos for you and i will now hand it over to parody who's also watched some videos this week i have i've watched a couple so one one is not a brand new one but as i was called into action to play the Vault of Glass raid this week. I went over Fallout Plays' complete beginner's guide to Vault of Glass 2 because I've, I'm sorry, Vault of Glass in Destiny 2 because while I've done it in Destiny 1, I haven't actually done it in D2 yet and needed a refresher of what's changed and what do I have to be aware of. We're really at the end of the day, I was just told by one of three demons what to do and that worked out great. But if you don't mm -hmm. have three demons at your disposal, that's a good way to do it. Geirda does have the how to have fun in Destiny which basically, you know, boils down to what advice everybody gives you about how to have fun with games. You know, play with people, play with friends. If you're doing harder activities, even if you're you're not, you know, succeeding at them, it's fun to laugh with people and do silly things like running with all your friends in the tower. 
you know, we're at the point of the season where people are starting to burn out. People are starting to go, why am I playing this? This is dumb. I don't, I'm tired of doing this. It's a game. Have fun. This is meant to be fun. If you're not having fun with it, put it down, go do something else. Go right. play a worse game, come back to Destiny 2 and appreciate just how good a game it is. <laughs> and so Tarek had a short little video this week about checkpoints in Destiny 2 are becoming progressively worse. And I was checkpoints. like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I did the same thing. I was like, check. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. It's, it's, I think it's, I think it's maybe even Deacon approved. It's only like a couple of minutes. Yeah, two minutes and 15 seconds, I think. Where it's basically, you know, it's like when you're running through nightfalls and strikes and things and it just locks you out of the content. You cannot progress them because you missed a checkpoint somewhere and the game just will not let you go on. You know, we had we've had bugs over the years of, hey, you can't do this nightfall because this door never opens. This thing never goes. So he just goes through a couple of parts where, you know, basically, if you run through a nightfall, run through a strike too quickly, you sort of have to go back because like the next prompt never fired. So you cannot progress the activity at all. And it's super irritating when it happens because there's not a lot you can do, especially if you can't get back to where it is to, to prompt, you know, sort of get the next audio perk to prompt. If you're playing the Festival of the Lost and you're looking for Jurassic Greens, uh, Astacross has a very in-depth video on the Jurassic Green God Roll. Jurassic Green God Roll. Is it meta? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. He goes over a whole bunch of perks, why you'd want them, what they're good at. I've seen a couple of Jurassic Green videos, but I think his was sort of the most in-depth about here's all the things that can roll with. And if you have a pile of them, you've just tossed in the vault to say, I'll sort out later. There's a good spot to start sorting them out later. And then finally, this wasn't meant to be the Astrocross show, but it's turned into the Astrocross show this week. <laughs> Everything that synergizes with the Gear Falcon PvP Hunter build, which I would say I'd regret, but there are already a thousand PvP Hunters out there with the Gear Falcon. So here's all the things that synergizes with that you can nuke me because I can't even see you coming. So that's what Ideally. I've watched this week and enjoyed <laughs> or, or suffered through, depending. And the one I was teasing you about, I've saved to right to the end, is Lucky10P. He put out a video last night. It was literally, definitely Deacon approved. It's 2 minutes 43, but it goes over why the Gear Falcon is so OP and so oppressive in trials at the moment. There is a build that you can put together. Because the damage boost that you get afterwards, dude. There is Huge a damage build boost. that you can put together with the Rat King, which you can body mm -hmm. shot people with and kill them. This is the gun synergizes with the Geo Falcon going invisible. Mm -hmm. All you need is a grenade launcher. Just grenade launch yeah. people, go invisible, get the damage boost. You can two like two shot somebody and they're, they're dead. Just I it's in the show notes go and check it out because there's a whole build on it and there's other videos that he's linked or other builds that synergize with this that have linked in it and he then i think another video that he did later on in the night he then went and used it in trials and was just kind of decimating people this build is in trials at the moment and people are using it it's in normal crucible at the moment it's so devastating and i don't know what response is talking about because he obviously hasn't been in pvp this week yeah, I ran into a team. No, I ran, you know I ran what I'm talking about. You don't get more damage by being invisible. You get more damage when you pop out of the invisibility. That's why it's a problem. Yeah, but no, the problem is, is also the invisibility. The fact that I can be standing, looking at a doorway, not see you. You're not on the map. You're not on the radar. You kill me in one shot, invisible, and I don't even have time to react. I ran into a team of three hunters this morning running, I assume, Jir Falcons, 
with fusion with fast firing fusion rifles. And by the time they're even anywhere near you, you're dead. There's nothing. We did not get wiped so quickly by anybody else as this team who just <laughs> popped out of nowhere, nuked you and moved on. And I yeah. don't know what I'm supposed to do to play against this, but I look forward to somebody telling me what, because it is. What you got to do yeah. is you got to lower the frames. The lower your frames, the easier it is to see. Uh, that's oh, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Play put, Play on the OG Xbox or uh, dial into Stadia on my dial-up connection. <laughs> no, you can again. manually change your frames in game. Yeah, that's the thing you can do. Yeah, but why? Why would I want that? I'm just saying you can do it. Whether or not you want to is up to you. I mean, if you don't want to get killed by invisible hunters, then that's why you want to do it. Then just don't go into crucible <laughs> like respawn. It's a perfect solution. There's that too. Yeah, it's been working for me for a long time. So that's all our videos. Next, uh, before we before we go and we leave you guys, we have to praise our patrons, don't we, Parody? We do. We also pray for, praise our Lord and Savior. Night no. Praising you as our Lord and Savior. Night Demon. Night Demon. Night Demon. Well, who we are going to praise are lovely patrons who went to patreon.com slash TTH. And Zepp Orbit said, you can't threaten me with a good time. We have a glorious otter dance troupe Led by the Immaculate, the Spectacular T-Rex King, Dedicated Wham, Start of Vortige has joined the party, and Scarlet Cam, they're dancing. Chef's kiss, it's impeccable. We have piles of grenades being thrown by Carver, 2782, We Noble, Golden God, 1562, and basically Salt. Basically, I mean, it's basically Salt. And while she continues to tell us she does not seek deacon's approval really we're all seeking de seeking deacon's approval don't lie yes, we're all here for it i am pp pipe we appreciate you we appreciate all of you we appreciate all of our patrons and pp pipe i appreciate you maybe most of all because every time i get to see how respawn misremembers your name and every time it is comedy gold so thank you because that is a gift that just keeps on giving and i appreciate it every single time and this is where I also tell you, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and night team, and your hunter is no one responds in real life. What up? And I, I guess I have to put him back on the list. Your lore scribe is not Arf. After we said, don't expect him. He won't show up. Never let him guess your next move, because we had mm. some lore this week from not Arf. You should email the show at 2titansandhunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at 2titans underscore hunter. That's the number two, the word titans underscore hunter. And everywhere else, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Which everywhere else in the world, we are two Titans and a Hunter, and that's T W O, Titans and a Hunter, all spelled out, no numbers anywhere. You can find your favorite screen. guardian. Don't forget my streams. It, it's in there. Just don't worry. I, I'm oh, getting there. I, well, you're, do, you're doing the, the the outro, and I just want to make sure that people are aware that I'm doing the streams every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. And where are you doing the streams at? At YouTube and Twitch. At YouTube. So we just go to YouTube, and you're there. I am. Yes. I'm just. I am YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, he, he's he's on the YouTube. front page. You heard it here first, people. Yep. He is both houndish and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's in last week. Yeah. And if you're confused, like Respawn was trying to search for his own channel, it's two times <laughs> the hunter, all one word on Twitch. I'm so used to putting the spaces. Leave me alone, man. Stop picking on me. Yeah. 10 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. 5 a.m. in the Eastern time in america and i stream for about four hours on a wednesday so if you're there want to come in this week i'm going to be grinding out some lost sectors doing gambit i guess for yeah, best yeah, of the lost and some candy yeah, and seasonal stuff so come join me if you need any help jump in the chat and ask for some help 
I may abandon what I'm doing to help you. Because <laughs> I'm so, um, bored doing gambit. He, he probably will. And, and this is where I'm going to tell you you should find your favorite guardians dancing in the tower and trying on their best pirate voices. You should also listen to uh, Sean Apple Podcast, Google Play Podcast, Overcast, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. You should watch the YouTube. You should watch all the YouTube. Our mm-hmm. show is there at Two Titans and a Hunter. Our show is also at Twitch at Two Titans and a Hunter. You know how to spell it. You know how to find it. If you found us, if you stumbled across us at this point, don't put spaces, guys. <laughs> you know what to do. You know how to find it. You should know how the internet works. And if not, find a small child to explain it to you. You right. can find this show, these lovely humans, every single Wednesday morning at twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter. From as 19 said, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC. That's 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. U.S. Eastern and different times in different time zones. We'll let you do the math. And Respawn is a chaotic monkey who comes from the internet, who comes from the depths. He streams at <laughs> twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. I don't really know when. He often he often streams the show. He plays D&D on Thursdays. Really, just honestly, go to Twitch and subscribe to Two Titans 100 and no one responds in real life, and then you will get notified whenever they go live. I can't tell you right. when. I'm not even sure he can tell you when. It'll just happen, and then it Saturday comes out of the ether. Saturdays and Thursdays. Yeah, <laughs> if so I have a good <laughs> as I have a good enough connection as he connection fails him in that sentence. And, really, <laughs> and finally, this is where I do want to tell you, if you're like, I would like to appreciate you in a monetary fashion. I want to, I want to make sure night demon can make all the videos in the world. You can go to coffee. That's ko fi.com slash two Titans and a hunter. And since we've told you this many times, it's T W O T I T A N S A N D A H U N T E R two Titans and a hunter all spelled out all the words at all these places but if you go to coffee you can not only help night demon obtain his true calling as houndish and play all the destiny full-time if you're like listen we want to see you do a silly thing here's some money we can toss money at this and we will do tricks for you we will do silly things if you're like oh, yeah. we want you to, to take phoenix through a grandmaster nightfall Here's some money to do that. Oh God! We we will absolutely do this for you. I'm I'm just throwing things out, you know, just a, as a as a possibility. That that's work in itself. I've got to get him up to grandmaster level. There's no way he's doing that this season. Ooh. Not with that attention span. I mean, I, mean, I, I think with enough money, anything is possible. Oh, yeah. So, and again, as as Nightman said at the top of the show, I'm going to remind you here at the bottom of the show. The show is ad free. The show will remain ad free. We're doing this. We've been doing this since 2019. We can. We're going to continue to do this. This is not our full time job. We maybe love it to be one day, but we are still going to bring you the show ad-free each and every week. If there are ads in the show, we will work to turn those off because Podbean likes to sneak those in there. And, you know, with the landscape of podcasting, everybody wants to get that piece of the pie and go, we can just shove ads in there and no one will notice. We noticed. We found you, Podbean. And let us know, guys. Don't just be like not downloading it because you heard we have ads. Let us know. Well, we will fix the issue if we can. Yeah. So coming to you every single week. Always ad free. Always just small agents of chaos. We are two titans and a hunter. I'm a titan. He's a titan. He's a hunter. And gentlemen, say goodbye to the people because we'll be back Deuces. next week. Avast, you land lovers. Arr! And also, before I turn off the, the recording thing, just want to say thank you to anybody and everybody that turned up for our 
charity stream on Wednesday night. Thank you very much for donating. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for sherping Kingsley Mac from the Guardian Hub, Azura Demon, who popped in to help. T-Rex King, Respawn that were, was there as moral support for Parody and I getting my son yeah, through a raid, which if you want to go and check it, it's up on YouTube. It, I, if you dark. two are confused how Jurassic Park and Destiny 2 make sense together, mm -hmm. you should totally watch the stream to find out why. Synergize. Yes. Synergy. You know, yes. yeah, yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, you know, thank you everyone for watching who donated. It was it was a lot of fun, and yeah, it's all for a good cause. So thank you, and yeah, thank you Kingsley, thank you Jared Demon, thank you uh, Mr. T Rex King, and uh, thank you Night Demon and Respawn for both using your combined dad powers to get your ten year old sons to, to do rate. absolutely nothing because he is now <laughs> he is now both of your sons. I hope you realize this yeah. now. There's now a joint yeah, custody agreement. I'll, I'll let you work out the paperwork later. Uh -huh. <laughs> Jeez, how are we going to explain this to uh? To Deacon, <laughs> does it's, she know? It's, it's best if we don't. We just let her find out on, yeah. on, on, on her own. It's, it's fine. Oh goodness.